0: thought you'd never hear my voice again dungeon boys subscribers in podcast world but guess what i'm back and so are the dungeon boys welcome back to another episode of dungeon boys we're still doing curse of strahd my name is keith and i am your dm
1: i am josh who is reginald your orc fighter and i am bryce
2: playing jericho Muldrinker, the shifter ranger
3: I am Zenus playing Errol Derman, the Tabaxi Road Cleric. And Bryce, I keep wanting to call you um, Jack Law. Me too. Yeah. So <laughs> we'll get home. back.
0: We're going back. Just oh, wait for it. I don't it. know what that back was. What was that? I don't know mm-hmm. if that was feedback or if that was a vehicle. Sound we will get vehicle. back to the to the the <laughs> down home original Dungeon Boy story eventually. We've got a we've got a vampire to kill before we do that though. Uh, So, I think it would behoove us to remember, yes, Reginald is our orc fighter. Jericho is our shifter ranger slash were-raven. And Derman is our tabaxi rogue cleric slash were-raven. Um, those two got cursed, with, cursed slash blessed with lycanthropy in the last couple of episodes. But the most recent recap information is that... Reginald Jericho and Derman found themselves at the ruined tower of Kazan after killing the Burgomaster of the village of Vallaki. They fled to that place to meet Erwin Martikov and Irina Kolyana, who were going to meet them out there. Uh, Irina requested that the party deliver her to the village of Kresk, where there is the Blessed Pool of the Morning Lord. She is hoping that that pool will be able to cure her of the curse that Strahd seems to have put on her when he bit her the last time. Uh, but before that happened, Reginald was sent on a reconnaissance slash shopping slash, who knows, mission to Velaki to hopefully get some potions, uh, as well as to maybe get some gloves commissioned for the handling of frozen mold, uh, as well as maybe to find... <sighs> rudolph von richten who i believe he was chiefly looking for because of the journal and also maybe because erwin thought he was good could possibly hand, help them build some arrows for fire explosion stuff am i right in saying that i don't
1: think we got to that part yet but yeah we're looking for some some fiery explosive dart missiles
0: for right. crossbows correct um let's see, let's see what else was there. So he did that. You bought some potions. You commissioned the cr- from the from potion man.
1: The potion
0: man. Yes. <laughs> from yes. the potion man. Who it seemed <laughs> the party at least that was one of their favorite characters from the whole from the whole thing. Uh he also spoke to Gloriana, who he commissioned to make uh gloves for handling mold, a pouch, and a sack. Uh all three different things. And also in that city square, he was, Reginald was kind of tiptoeing around Isaac Strozny, who was the right hand of the Burgomaster, but now seems to be looking for information as to who might have killed him. Back at the tower, Irina, Derman, and Jericho fought off a whole rash of Strahd zombies. And I think that brings us up to date. I believe so. I, I think that pretty enemies. much covers it, yeah. <clears> throat> so, throat> I think it might behoove us to return to the tower where most recently uh, combat had just finished. The zombies are dead. Dermot has been exploded a- sort of away from the tower by a lightning bolt that was caused by the booby trap on the door. That's Jericho... zombie. Stupid zombie! Jericho and Irina have just come out of the tower to investigate Derman, and there we go. Aren't you guys are free to do as you please.
3: Aren't I lying against like the wheel of the wagon, just like slumped over?
0: I think you are. I think no. Yeah. So Irina, oh, yeah. the last thing Irina said was she was speaking to you, and she said, "I'm glad. Re- I'm. I'm glad, Reginald." We to buy those health potions. And then we kind of had the closing circle end of... Da, 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 da. And that was the end of the last episode. Um, so, yeah, the last thing that was said was she's glad that Reginald went to get those health potions. Technically, what is happening now is happening the night before uh, what is happening with Reginald in Velaki. We won't deal with a timeline split unless we have to.
3: Wibbly wobbly.
0: So, all that to say... Let's play D&D. <laughs> yes.
3: Oh, yes. Well, I suppose it is good <coughs> that he went to get those potions, yes. I'm going I'd... to collect my guts off the floor, and I'm going to crawl into that tower.
0: I, I don't see your guts anywhere, but can I help you up? She reaches out a hand.
3: German is you. like he's just like looking around, almost like he's in shock but he's like he's just like looking around not fully recognizing the fact that that she's there but he lifts his hand and he's like well i guess if you want to
0: she uh grabs you and pulls you up to your feet um and when she reaches down to grab you after the lightning strike she kind of slowly and warily touches your hand as if she's afraid that some of that electricity might get transferred (laughs) to her some um, of the
3: fur, like a little spark travels through the fur on his hand.
0: Yeah, she gets a little bit of a static shock as she grabs you, but it causes her, to hand, her hand to clench down on yours, and she pulls you to your feet, and she says, Ah, there you go. Well, thank you.
3: Is the door open? And I look up uh, to the door at the tower. The door,
0: to the tower. since Jericho and Irina have come through it, the door has now closed itself the tower is not yet fallen but the last lightning strike has caused many cracks and crumbles to be formed in it
3: i i really want to touch it again i really want Dermot to just like go up and absent-mindedly just like touch it and die but also you said something in the last episode such a long time ago uh well it's kind of meta but I want. I want to see what would happen if it happened.
0: I. I, don't, I, know, I don't remember. I don't know if everyone would do that though.
3: <laughs> I'm just gonna kind of stand there in shock for a little bit while I. Uh, he's he's processing what to do. He's he's like groaning and and uh, he's hurting pretty bad, but he's otherwise okay. He's just like stiff and you know sore from being struck by lightning. Okay. Uh, Erwin
2: is the one that took Reginald back to town, right?
0: Correct. The only three of you present are Durman, Jericho, and Irina.
2: Okay. Um, Irina, that tower doesn't look like it's entirely stable anymore. Would you be so kind as to help me move, uh, the cart a little bit further away so it's not going to get crushed?
0: Uh, y- y- sure, I would be happy to help you with this.
2: The last thing we need is five hundred bottles of explosives getting smashed by a thousand pounds of rock and rubble.
0: You know what? I agree. She moves over to the wagon. Um, you know, she where she uh, intentionally gives uh Dermon a look, make sure he's got both of his feet on the ground and and able to hold himself up. Um, and she walks over to the wagon and and pulls up one of the the wooden arms that you would attach a horse to to pull it. She puts one under her arm and, you know, readies herself to pull whenever you arrive.
2: I'm going to grab the other one and give it the old heave and
0: hoe. All right. You, with, it takes some pulling. It takes some effort. But you guys pull that wagon with its wheels out of the mud. Uh, and how how far do you intend to pull this?
2: Um, There's a tree line, right? Is, is that... Well, I mean, how tall is the tower? If the tower is hundred feet tall, I want to pull it hundred feet away from the base of the tower.
0: Okay, yeah, so there's no there's really no trees. If you remember from the map, let me pull up the map. If you guys can scroll up. Um trying to find that map. I don't know if I have it. Yeah, there it is. Well nope, that's not it. If you can scroll up, you guys are like in the edge of a lake. Like this this island, this is you're like kind of in a marsh. And there's yeah. a high lane that brought you out of to this tower, so there's really no tree line. But you're, of course, welcome to pull that, that wagon out of harm's way, which you do. It takes you a little bit. It's, it takes some serious effort, but you guys, after a few minutes, have pulled the wagon away from the tower. All right, cool. Ooh, that was
2: hard. It, uh, it's a bit heavier than I thought it was, but the horses should be able to manage it pretty well. Also, there's no telling how long it's been sitting here. The axles might be a little bit uh, stuck in their ways.
0: Okay. Well, um, what do we do now? Uh, Eamon,
3: are you uh, conscious? (laughs) Uh, Yes, I'm fine. Just tired and shaken up a bit, I suppose. Is there anything else
2: you wanted out of the tower, or anything else you wanted to do around here in general?
3: No. Um, and he kind of, like, shakes his head a little bit, and trying to, like, shake the, the mental fuzz off, I guess. No, I think I'm okay. Uh, ready to go whenever you guys are.
2: Alright. Uh, Did we have a meeting place or anything, or is...
0: I think Reginald, you guys didn't plan on a place to meet. I think he was supposed to meet you back here the following day.
3: All right.
1: From what I gather, I'm supposed to be getting supplies and coming back with our old wagon that we left in town so we could swap out the uh, the engine, a.k.a. the horse. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, 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 right. Yeah. He's supposed to come back with a wagon tomorrow.
1: Yeah. Right.
2: Well, uh, also the armor's on the ground somewhere around here, right?
0: It's attached to the wagon, I think.
2: Yeah,
1: I roped it, like heavily roped it to the back of the wagon. It's like pointing forward over okay. the wagon.
2: Then I got nothing. I, I really don't remember what all was going on. I'm pretty sure we've done everything we set out to do over here.
0: Okay. Well, then, uh, that's good for you. Because as you begin to think there's not much left for you to do, you hear a very familiar sound. A sound which you've become quite familiar with over the last few minutes. It's the sound of several more zombies rising out of the muck to approach towards you. You almost Mm, said strombies. I almost said strombies. Yeah, (laughs) it's like Italian stromboli zombies, (laughs) they're full of spaghetti. (laughs) Very delicious. Aren't we all full of spaghetti? Honestly, (laughs) technically, yes, we are full of spaghetti. Gotta bust them bad
1: boys open pinata style. Get up in there,
0: spaghetti. So um we're gonna roll initiative for you boys. Uh what's gonna happen here is I'm going to show the viewers at home uh our little thing that we always use, our tower. So there be our tower. And we've got Derman, where do you believe you would have been located at this time?
3: I I um probably like 20 feet from the door facing it. He's He's been like like kind of shaking, not shaking, but like rocking a little bit back and forth, just like staring at this door, mulling over a question.
0: Okay, mulling over a question? Yes. Okay, so let's take that wagon. We'll place the wagon over here. This is always my least favorite part of, uh, of dealing with D&D is setting up this combat thing. Combat on the uh, screen here. But we got to do it anyway. So we'll put Jericho and Irina down here. Did you see the
2: map I uploaded? Yes, it's quite good.
0: The map you uploaded to the Discord, I assume?
2: In the, yeah, in the trunk, in the... Uh, wagon. We found a map that had all the locations listed, so I figured might as well go ahead and post a really clear, visible one.
0: That is a really good, clear, visible map. Good on you, partner. Uh If you're not, if you're not watching this,
1: yeah, that's a good find. On
0: watching the stream and checking out the Discord, you're doing yourself a disservice. Um, but there are more zombies arising out of the mist. Everybody, roll a perception check for me before you roll. Uh before you roll anything else. Persepichon. Oh, poo. Also, bear with us, everybody. If you are coming into the stream um, and you don't know what's going on, or if you're listening to this podcast and you're like, man, these people sound like they haven't played d and in like four months. Well, Damn congratulations. That's correct. That's correct. <laughs> we haven't. Um, you win the prize yeah, give us give us a break, we're going to try to get back into it try to get ourselves back rolling um, ah, rolling rolling, rolling, rolling sing get them dazzle rolling get them dazzle rolling don't try to understand them just roll mark and fr- fram them all right Reginald, of course, you'd be thinking about what you're going to do because you're going to do stuff eventually, right?
1: Shoot, I'm just trying to remember what I'm supposed to be doing. Bing bong. <sighs> juice walked to the door. I was
3: letting him out if he needed to. You did not miss much.
0: Oh, puppy juice.
3: Cool. Oh, wait. Were you here, Bryce, um, went to roll a perception check? Yep. Yeah. Okay. I didn't see it. What'd,
2: uh, what'd you roll? I rolled a 4 plus my modifier of 4. Okay.
0: No, that's not bad. They're making noise and moving, so they're not going to be hard to see.
2: Okay, cool. I got an
0: 18. Okay, you see... Oh, it.
2: no. My perception is 8 with uh, um all the stuff. 8 plus
0: 4 is so a 12. Okay. Alright, so I gotta figure out where Irina's stat block is. Oh, man. Talk amongst yourselves while I find that.
3: Dermon's staring at the door. Silence. Wait.
0: (laughs) So what you guys see are six zombies rise out of the muck again. There are three uh, that seem to be moving Toward uh, Jericho and Irina. That's Zombie 1, 2, and 3. And then Zombie f- 4, 5, and 6 seem to be targeting Master Derman at the moment. If I can just find her stupid stat block, I gotta remember exactly. She's like a... She's just somebody easy. She is... Uh, Irina... Yeah! Figured it out. I think
2: they flew a train over my house.
0: <laughs> did they? <laughs>
3: oh, we didn't hear it. I did not hear it either. Huh? I didn't hear anything,
1: and I'm like, right over here. Well, right over there.
0: it was very
2: whistly and plainy.
0: So maybe you lied.
2: Mm-hmm. I did lie. I made it all up.
0: The
1: plane train.
0: Gotta open up my D&D oh, stuff. Um, so, everybody, roll that initiative roll for me if you don't mind. Unnatural 20. Unnatural 20, not bad. Mine don't count on this one. No.
3: You got a 34. It does not.
0: No.
3: I don't know what my stuff does anymore. I've forgotten these things.
0: I've forgotten almost everything, too. I'm dude. pretty
3: sure I have some kind of special initiative thing.
0: You probably do.
2: Like I said, everybody, please bear with
0: us. I know this show sucks.
2: Add your wisdom modifier to initiative. So mine is a 19.
0: Yours is a 19. A 19 roll. Not bad. Not bad. We're going to roll for Irina here real quick. She's got a natural 7, which when I apply uh, everything else, that becomes an 8, which is just an absolutely impressive, impressive job, Irina. Um... She carries with her a rapier, by the way. Oh fancy. And she and she is outfitted now with a little bit of armor. She's wearing a she is wearing a, a steel breastplate um to protect herself. Now it's time to roll for these Zambos. They got some bad dexterity. <coughs> so one roll that. And then another. Ooh. Roll that. Looks like I wrote down that one of them rolled a J. I rolled J for initiative. Ooh, and that 20 for one of them. Congratulations, Mr. Zombie.
2: Is it uh, dark time still?
0: It is dark time. It is still night time.
2: Cool. Irina's on her
1: own.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it has been barely a few minutes since the last time you guys did this. Um, okay, so I'm going to reorder this. Unnatural 20, so...
2: If you want to tell me the order, I can put them in the uh, picture.
0: Okay. Um, In the picture? What picture?
2: The diagram you've drawn.
0: Um, I put them on there. The order? Oh, the order? No. Okay. So first, Z4 is going first.
2: Okay. Then
0: German. Then Jericho. Then Zombie 2. Zombie 3. Then Irina. Just to let you guys know, not as resilient as you are by a sight. (laughs) Just want to let you guys have been in combat with her before. Then Zombie 6. And then... Zombie 1. Then Zombie 5.
2: That's a lot of Z's, Bo.
0: Yeah, that's a lot of Z's, baby. <laughs> but that's everybody. So, we'll do a couple rounds of combat. We'll see how things shake out. And then we'll move on to see what old Reginald is doing as well. How's that sound, Reggie?
2: Can everybody see that? I can see that. Sounding good. I can too. see that.
0: Yeah, I think telling you guys the order like that and getting it written down that will actually be pretty helpful. Yeah, um, it's so not like that for...
2: needs to be secret. I mean, we're gonna know it after the first
0: round anyway. Exactly. So I think that's. I think that will be very helpful. So thank you very much. Uh, with that being, I like it. I like it. With that being said, let's decide if Derman is twenty feet away. Yeah, so we'll say every square is 20 feet. How about that? That'll work. Every square is 20 feet. Um, these zombies have a movement speed. We don't have the zombie... same
2: squares as you. Are you are you scaling it to the size of the... A...
0: That top left corner is the scale. Okay. Yep, that's one square up there. Gotcha. And zombie number four is going to use his dash ability uh, to sprint right up <clears throat> on Derman. And then it's durman's turn strike me wait so how far away is from easy uh he and your he and your space baby he in my space oh my gosh he in know. your space he want to be he want to be your lover i don't know a, this was a, iron like a
3: um what am i gonna do then i'm going to uh well hmm.
0: are you gonna pull some dead skin off your thumb that's what i just did
3: Maybe. I pulled some Dude, dead skin just... off my, my toe a couple minutes ago.
0: Oh, <sighs> baby.
3: Um, you said it's my turn?
0: Oh, it's your turn, baby.
3: Oh, it's my turn! Alright, let me see what I can do. Um, Well, I think the wisest course of action at this point is uh... hmm. Juice has stacked two of
2: his chew toys together and is chewing on both of them at one time.
0: <laughs> that boy is an engineer in the making. <laughs> Clever I'm going clever, uh, to clever.
3: cast Spirit Guardians again.
0: Nice.
3: Why not? Because that was helpful last time. Reasons. Uh yes, it does. It is that indeed. Ooh. When you cast this spell, you can designate any number of creatures you can see to be unaffected by it. So, uh, I guess if Jericho is invisible, then I can only see Arena. Um. Yeah, correct. So I designate myself and her. Uh, well, I think I'm already. Anyway. anyway. Uh, an affected creature's speed is halved in the area, and when the creature enters the area for the first time on a turn or starts its turn there, it must make a Wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, the creature takes 3d8 radiant damage. On a successful save, the creature takes half as much damage. So that zombie's speed is halved now, and Perfect. he will take damage uh, depending upon the Wisdom save on the start of his turn.
0: Okay. Help me remember that, okay? I will do it. Anything else for your turn? Uh,
3: uh, no. I gaze longingly at the door and the sweet, sweet release of death. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> Don't we all? Jericho, it's your turn. It is very, very dark. The moon uh, is not full this evening. Also, do remember that I think you should remember that you guys have control of your raven powers now. Oh, uh, yeah. But I do
2: only, like, not remember. Once, once per day. Yeah, we yeah, just did it like when we got here, didn't we?
0: Yeah,
3: yeah. So you said we won't be able to do it again until a long rest,
0: right? Yep, right. Okay, just wanted to make sure I I, I couldn't remember what I told you about that or not. So thank you, prefect.
2: So um, I get an extra ten feet of movement speed on my turn, mm-hmm. my first turn. So Z six within forty feet.
0: Z six, yes, is within forty feet of you.
2: All right. And is this tower like is this? They're coming from the south. Is this oriented like north, south, west, and east?
0: Yeah, yeah, it is. You right. guys are on the south end of the tower.
2: Cool. Uh, Arena, you're probably your best bet is going to be to make a run for the tower, and I'll try and hold off the zombies to the east and see if Derman can attract the attention to the one on the west and keep them off of you until you can get there, okay?
0: V- very well, but what about the door?
2: Uh, we'll we'll sort that out when we get there. If Bush comes to shove, we can abandon the door and let the zombies have it. I'm on my way, and I am going to run myself over to Z6. Okay,
0: Bing, you have arrived.
2: Cool. I get. Let me see. I get an extra attack on my first turn because of the ranger thing. Okay. So that's. Like a a
0: fart in the dark, you cross the way and prepare to attack.
2: Oh. So that is a 23 to hit.
0: A 23 will without a doubt hit.
2: Cool. Do I need to roll somewhere more quietly or?
0: I think people like it. It's like ASMR. Cool roll ASMR baby
2: that is a 3 plus 4 is 7 but I also on my first turn get an extra d8 of damage on my first attack so that's another 2 so that's 9 damage on the first attack
0: okay what are you hitting him with your your sword
2: yeah me short sword
0: you slice him with your short sword right across the tre- right, right across the chest oh shoot something happens with these things um
2: Oh, shoot.
0: Oh, I got to roll a thing. Oh, shoot. You chop the zombie's head promising. off. And as the head oh. flies through the air, it continues chomping toward you. It lands on the ground beside its feet. Oh.
2: Um, pretty sure I have an extra attack. Yes, you can make two attacks on your turn. Okay. So then I attack again. Attack again. That is a... 11 to hit. 72. 11 will hit. Okay. That is a full 10 damage. Is that D6? Was a 6? Oh
0: baby. damage.
2: attack again.
0: You get three attacks?
2: Yeah, I get a spare attack on my first turn, and I have my regular attack plus an extra attack.
0: Okay, your first attack slices at the zombie's neck and removes its head. And before the head even hits the ground, you swing your sword back around and come up underneath the armpit of the left arm of the zombie and slice off its left arm. The arm hits the ground and begins to crawl towards you.
2: Mm, Juicy. My dog looked at me.
0: Attack, attack!
2: Number three. <laughs> That's a... 25 to hit.
0: 25 will without a doubt hit.
2: This one has the added benefit of sneak attack damage.
0: Ooh. Wait, how? That one.
2: Because I'm also a rogue.
0: But your other ones didn't have it?
2: Uh, it's only once per turn.
0: Okay, cool. I trust you.
2: That is an 11
0: damage. Oh man, so good. You got the perfect combo of damage, Bryce. So the second arm, you slice up underneath the left armpit slicing off the left arm and then you go over the neck without a head on it and back down onto the right shoulder of the zombie chopping off its other arm and you finish it off by turning the sword sideways sliding it into the belly of the zombie and pulling it out towards yourself the zombie is effectively cut to ribbons and dead congratulations good kill the spaghetti is everywhere there's a spaghetti everywhere mama luigi (laughs) <laughs> the zombie says, It's-a me, Mario! This seems
2: racist or something.
0: It's not. <laughs> Give me a
2: break. Um, but
0: Italians in the chat, ban the channel, whatever you want to do.
2: Also, I can dash, disengage, or hide as a bonus action. I'm going to dash to Zombie 5 and prepare for... Dang. Destructioning him later.
0: Jer- Jericho dismantling these zombies. All right,
2: and I am invisible to him. Recall that, so he does not. I recall. Punch me in the pooper.
0: What kind of invisibility is this? Regular, just, invis-
2: just invisible to dark vision. If he's holding a torch, I am lay fooked.
0: He is. <laughs> he is not a. He is not holding a torch. Um. You're invisible to dark vision, though.
2: Yes. Regular vision, gotcha. non invisible.
0: Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, um, but it's not like you don't smell or you don't smell or correct make noise. Got it. Understood. Uh, it is now zombie number two's turn. Zombie number two is going to dash over here towards Irina. Bing. Zombie number three is going to dash towards Irina. Ba-bing. Um, it is now Irina's turn. Irina is going to use her abilities to get to sprint. So she goes um, without dashing, boop, and then with the dash, she's up here headed towards Durman and towards the door. She calls to Derman and she says, "Dermin, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get inside of the tower. What should I do about the door?" Peter Panda Dance.
3: Can I answer? Oh, of course. <laughs> well, you must dance, Arina. Follow the moves on the door. But be careful! Don't touch it, or you'll die.
0: Okay, I- I'll t- I'll try that. Uh, that ends her turn, and it is Zombie One's turn. Zombie One is headed uh, in her direction as well. He's going to try to cut her off at the pass over here. Um, and then Zombie Number Five. Uh, is going to take this chance to possibly... You're invisible, Jericho. Let's try to roll a stealth roll for you real quick. Just roll stealth.
2: With advantage? Yeah, of course. Good. (laughs) (laughs) I might have actually made it without advantage because I think I have a pretty high modifier for stealth. Yeah, I have a plus 10 to stealth. Uh, oh you
0: do yeah so even if you roll a zero you'd have a 10
2: um even if i rolled a zero yes
0: i'm saying that if without rolling you have a 10 yes so the only way you'd fail is with a crit a, na- a natural one correct gotcha Okay. well cool.
2: not, i mean unless your observation skills are higher than 10 or eleven, i suppose
0: um
2: but i got a 29 anyhow
0: yeah you this zombie does not notice you it is going to dash out of your combat range
2: cool can i attack it
0: attack it my friend
2: cool um does this what does this reaction count as does it do i get sneak attack damage on it venus do you know
3: um no sneak attack is once once per turn no. so you know Okay.
0: It, uh, attack of opportunity is like sh- is a thing of its own. It's a it's a type of reaction that doesn't have things added to it. Yeah. I think.
3: And you don't have advantage. Well, you are stealth from them. Yeah. So you you would have advantage on it, but you don't. I don't think it benefits from um, sneak attack. I just uh, yeah. that, would, that would be too
0: op. All yeah, right. I think it's just straight up melee. Chat. Let us know if you know D and D better than us. What is it?
3: Go for it. It's not on your turn, so no. you we wouldn't anyway. Alright, yeah. just making sure. 26 to hit.
2: Is that all? Yeah. How much to hit, you said? 26. Yeah, I think that'll do it. Six damage.
0: <laughs> Six damage, you got it. You got it. You slice at the... Oh, hold up. You slice at the zombie, and as he runs away, that leg that was pushing off... You chop at the knee, and you cut his leg off above the knee, and he stumbles and falls to the ground and goes prone.
2: Does he make it that full
0: distance he was trying to run? He still makes it, because I already put it there. Gotcha. Tef says 20 beats all. That's all I need to know. All Gamings, welcome to the stream, and Joseph M. Oil. I know you said that a while ago, but thank you so much for the stream. I'm sorry you can't find a dedicated bunch of people to play with, All Gamings. Um, I had to go into my family to get that. So... Just make some brothers for yourself. So... We're do an honorary brother <laughs> in So... Um... Yeah. <laughs> uh... Maybe you can play with us one day. We'll see. What you got, so,
3: You can apparently use sneak attack. Really? Uh, yeah. Bec- well, according to this, it says it doesn't have to be your turn um so you can once per turn so because of getting only one reaction per round you're unlikely to use sneak attack more than twice in a round once with your action and once with your reaction huh so yeah so you
0: technically can do it with a reaction in a
3: yeah uh-huh. we did not know it at the time. I would say that sounds like
0: that sounds like a yeah okay we'll do we'll get it next time jericho we will look it up next time <laughs> yeah <laughs> There's not a lot of instances where you'd
1: have a sneak attack if somebody's leaving your area. Unless you're invisible. Because normally if they're in your area, yeah. Yeah, unless you're invisible or something. but
0: Something crazy like being invisible, yeah. Yeah. which Jericho is almost all the time. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> That's not crazy for us. Anyway, uh, so that zombie number five gets his leg cut off but ends up rolling to the point he is on the map. Help me remember that he is prone. If you don't mind, also for any of the podcast people, I banned some bots in the Twitch chat. And that was pretty fun while we were doing this, multitasking. Um, Thank you for reporting, War War Never Changes. Thank you for reporting, Mr. War. Um, We report bots in this channel. Zombie number four's turn. Zombie number four is going to do a a wisdom wisdom saving saving throw. Uh, he rolls a six. How's that gonna do? <laughs> That's not gonna do
3: it. The fool, he is not wise.
0: You well, are not a wise zombie with your chattering teeth and moving. He's going to them.
3: take fourteen damage of the radiant variety.
0: Uh, nice. the radiant damage goes out from the from the guardians and sizzles uh its zombified skin as it screeches in pain. Yes. Screech
2: <laughs> commence spaghetti noises
1: Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> uh... Stop cease commencing spaghetti noises right there. Let's just.
0: Yeah. Oof. I missed the potion, man. I don't even uh, remember. The I potion, do too. Man.
1: Got this. With the potion
2: stand. Old shoe.
0: <laughs> would you believe that the <laughs> that high heel shoe full of dirt and rocks was made up on the fly?
1: <laughs> I would not. Keith. You mean it wasn't in the book?
0: <laughs> what? No, Potion Man did not exist in the book. Sorry.
1: Well, I mean, he has potions and stuff.
0: He does. Uh Derman. by the way. No, it's still the zombie's oh. turn. I don't know why I'm waiting for Derman to act. It's the yeah. zombie's turn. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. The zombie is going to attack you, Derman. Yeah. Uh, these zombies get several attacks. Oh good. They tend to bite and scratch. Mm. Uh, actually, they bite once and scratch twice. So I'm going to roll to attack you, sir. Okay. Um, will a nine hit? <laughs> no. He tries to bite, and you uh deftly maneuver away from his teethies. What about a ten? A ten will not do it. He tries to scratch at you, and you're able to swat his hand away. But what about a 7? That will not do it. Not then, at he all. Tries to, <laughs> then he tries to scratch another time with his other hand, and you're able to deftly dodge that attack as well.
2: Zenus, you sound like a PlayStation 2 NPC that's at like one of those levels where you have to just keep trying this thing over and over again until you get it. And they tried so hard to not make that character annoying. <laughs> But once you get it wrong for the 500th time, the, that won't quite do it, is still really annoying.
3: <laughs> Excellent.
0: Derman. it's your turn. Let's see if that will quite do it. Uh, I hope so.
2: Oh, and Keith, I'm making note of pauses and stuff in the game for if you want to edit it out. Oh,
0: God, thank you so much. I knew. I remember we decided that was your job.
2: A minute ago, I wrote down pause for Zenus's turn at 38 minutes, and then I addendum-did it with, oh, wait, it was Zombie's turn.
3: <laughs> because I had the same thought as you.
0: Yeah, sorry. Um, thank, g- thank you for keeping track of that.
3: Uh uh-huh. I'm going to need him to make another wisdom saving throw, Mr. Zombie number four. You got
0: it. Ooh, nat 20, dude. Dang it. Dang. Sorry.
3: Oh. <clears throat> I think he's fine. <laughs> That's Yeah, he's fine. Nothing happens. Nothing at all. 50% of me is always sorry
0: whenever my enemies do good, and then 50% of me is like, hey, look at my baby go.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Premium spaghetti uh, contents. Dermon, like, raises a shaky hand and, like, points at the zombie, and then like, bells ring out, but the zombie doesn't care at all. Gotcha, the zombie's Um, too dumb. Yeah, and then Dermon's like, well...
1: Dang it. <laughs>
3: um, and then I don't think Dermon's going to do anything else. I mean, he's going to, well, actually, he's going to cast a healing word on himself, so he doesn't, uh, yeah, he'll do that.
0: Because mm-hmm. that's
3: a bonus action. You can cast a bonus action with, with the spell. So he's going to do that real quick. Let me roll it that up. That's the mighty, gosh. Four plus seven
0: okay so Zerman whispers a word to himself and a little bit of healing light can be seen coming out from his clothing <laughs> just
3: live you fool <laughs> and that's all he's doing
0: uh perfect okay that means it's Jericho's turn cool I do Jericho stuff invisible like a blade in the night
2: I thought it was a fart in the night. That too. I'm going to jaunty on up to e5, <laughs> who is prone. A,
0: ser- <laughs> a serrated fart? <laughs> Y'all ever had one of those? A serrated fart? I have. That's it like kind. a
2: zipper. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a successive army of farts rather than like one that kind of rips out on its own.
0: Minutes, time. All right, enough fart <laughs> talk. That's my fault. What did you say?
2: I said I got a. I don't know. I rolled a twelve. What was it? To do what? Um, plus seven. 19 to hit. Z five.
0: You're, you're not. So you're moving to Z five. Yeah. Okay. You run up behind him. He's on the ground, so you have advantage.
2: Cool. I already had advantage. I'm invisible.
0: <laughs> Perfect. So what'd you roll?
2: Uh, nineteen. You hit. Cool.
0: Roll that beautiful bean damage. That's, That's my roll. line right there. You give it back. It is, Josh. I'm sorry.
2: Nine. That's a nine damage. Oh, nine
0: damage. With nine damage, you know what happens with nine damage? He takes nine damage. With nine damage, you cut off his arm on the ground. Oh, <laughs> no. And the arm begins to Does start it crawl? crawling towards you.
2: Mm, I like that. I'm gonna step on it when it gets to me. Do it. Um, but also, I get
1: an extra attack. Welcome to my
0: world, baby.
2: That's uh you got a lot of attacks. Yeah, seventeen to hit.
0: Seventeen will of course hit. May I just say, all of you, very glad to be back in the saddle. Really love playing D and D with my with my boys.
1: Yes, and uh, we've been needing some of this.
2: The five damage
0: five damage this time uh five damage will um remove the zombie's head so you cut off his arm his legs already been cut off and you cut off his head but the zombie is still the zombie's torso and head are still trying to go towards irena and dermin its arm and leg are like kicking towards you and it's got a torso with an arm and leg still attached you know so it's it's a, a real mess of jigsaw zombie On the ground, but it yet lives.
2: (laughs) Bruce. I am going to dash Mm. to Z1 with my bonus action.
0: Okay. You're going to go through zombie number five space, so he's going to use his... He's
2: on the ground with one arm. (laughs) He's going to still try. (laughs) Can he have disadvantage because I'm invisible and he's on the ground with no head and one arm?
0: Yeah, but you just attacked him, so you effectively reveal yourself to him a bit. But yes, he's going to have disadvantage without a doubt. Okay. Uh, but he rolled a 14 with this advantage.
2: All right. I don't know if that hit me, hits me or not. I need to know. Sounds like it might. I either have 14 or 16. Oh, I have 15.
1: Cool.
0: Hey, yada yada. On your way by, you feel the arm reaching for your leg. You you do a quick twist move as you uh, run by, jump in the air a little bit, and kick that hand away from your leg, and then continue running towards zombie jump number one.
2: Sweet. And that's it for me.
0: Okay. um, Cool. Which means it's zombie number two's turn. Zombie number two is going to dash to get behind Irina. Zombie number three is also going to dash and lumber behind Irina. Um, and it's now Irina's turn and she says I-, I don't think I'm going to be able to make it through all of these zombies. I think I have to turn and fight. Uh, so she's going to turn around mm-hmm. and try to stab zombie two. You stupid moron. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, leave me alone. I have to be everybody. Uh, She's going to go and try to attack zombie number two. She is going to roll a clean hitting attack that will hit. (laughs) Um, Which means she's going to roll a d8 plus one for damage. Classic four damage. Not enough to sever a limb because it's a rapier. Um, but she does make contact and she jabs the rapier uh, through the body of the zombie. And then she's going to stab it whenever the zombie. So it's the, the, the typical like when you stab the zombie in the chest and the person realizes, oh, they're still alive and the zombie's like clawing like, pushing itself on deeper onto the blade to try to get at her, she realizes, ah, maybe a bad idea. She yanks the rapier out, turns, begins to run towards Derman, um, and to try to uh, get to that door you were talking about. That gives zombie number two the chance for a uh, opportunity attack, which he will fail at. So he goes to swipe at her. She pulls the rapier off the zombie. He lurches forward and tries to swipe at her. But by the time he brings his claw down, she turns and has already run away. She says, maybe that was a bad idea. And runs toward Dermot. And that will end her turn. Meaning it's zombie number one's turn. Um, Jericho, roll a stealth roll, please. Okay, boss. Ooh. Just tell Does me that if you get a out one. Out <laughs> you have advantage, tell me if you roll a one. Okay, I got a nine. I guess if, if you have advantage, you have to tell only tell me if you roll two once. Okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you're, of course... Um, I can
2: cast Pass Without Trace if I need to. Gotcha. Uh,
0: you are now going to get an attack of opportunity because zombie number one is going to run past you, pretty much trip over you at this point, uh, and try to attack Irina.
2: Sneak attack damage?
0: Um, sure, yeah, since we said it's okay.
2: Cool. Yay, nat 20.
0: Yay!
2: It hits. Sweet. I hope so.
0: Let's see if you murder this thing.
2: That's uh, 8 plus 4. Do we do double the rolls or double the number?
0: Depends on which you prefer, I think.
2: Okay. Well, I got 12, so let's just double that and do 24 damage.
0: Perfect. 24. Wait. We don't double your sneak attack damage, though.
2: It doesn't just double the damage of the whole attack?
0: No, it only doubles the damage of the actual sword swing.
2: Okay, so it doesn't double the uh, proficiency damage or whatever? Just the number on the die?
0: No, sneak attack is the only special thing it doesn't double, I think. Okay. No, I think you're actually right. I think it only doubles the number of the die. I think you are right. Yeah, it just
3: doubles the number of the die, and then you add bonuses on to the end of that.
2: Okay. You're right. 12 plus, That's... or 6 times
0: 2 is 12, plus 2 is 14, plus 4 is 18. Perfect. For zombie number 1, you slice. At zombie number 1, what limb do you remove? Looks like you removed one of his legs. Yay! But he wasn't moving very far, so there wasn't enough momentum to knock him down. Um, He's still hopping around on one, on one leg over there trying to attack Irena, which he will now do. Oh boogers boys. We might be in trouble. I mean, uh, uh Zombie <laughs> Zombie number one rolled a Nat twenty to bite her.
2: The other one didn't even have a head. Why didn't you attack that one?
0: Uh so she gets four. chewed
1: on a lot by stuff.
2: I'm so just even saying. A
0: crit though, even the crit though is only five damage. Hey, so is gonna take five damage, but she uh <laughs> War says she had a good run. <laughs> <laughs> um
3: did <laughs> you say something? Yeah. What? No, it's it's too late now. Don't worry about it. Uh,
0: I'm sorry. <laughs> also no, it's, War it's, says don't, don't fine. You good? Tell us, Venus, you know, what's wrong?
3: Oh no, no no. I I wasn't um I was researching character things uh to get back into the flow and I was not paying attention. Um, I think some. I think the zombie stepped into my little. Uh,
0: oh, he did. He yeah. Did.
3: So, was... so let's
0: see if he survives that. Mm. Wisdom saving throw. Uh, he actually rolled a sixteen.
3: Oh yeah, he's fine. Wait, he takes half damage then.
0: Yeah, what's half damage?
3: Um, eleven is regular damage, so like a five.
0: Okay, gotcha. So he does that, He does survive that. He's not looking too good for the wear. Um, So he does tumble down and bite Irina for that crit damage. Um, But because he's falling towards her, that we'll say that's what gave him the extra bite damage. He's only going to be able to get one claw forward for another hit uh, on his way down, which, of course, he will roll an unnatural 20 (laughs) for that. Great news, everybody. Great news. Um, So... Irina is knocked unconscious by that, but just barely. Um, Irina is, she, he's, she's bitten, and as he slides down after the bite, he pulls the flesh off of her arm, and then the, a big hand of claws go deep into her back and rip down her back, and she falls flat on her face right at your feet, Derman. Um With a... <laughs> and she goes unconscious. No, I that means it's zombie number five's turn. Zombie number five is going to claw its way with half its distance into your space. It's going to roll a wisdom saving throw. Uh, it's going to fail that so it's going to take full damage.
3: That's the whopping 15.
0: 15 damage for zombie number five. As it crawls into your space almost as if it was looking for the sweet embrace of death. It sizzles. Psst out of existence with uh, Radiant damage. Dead.
3: Zombie uh, number five oh. is dead. Sorry, my legs started to cramp. Uh, no! Oh, no. That's no good. But I'm okay now.
0: Okay. That means it is now zombie number four's turn. Zombie number four is going to roll wisdom save. Zombie number four is going to roll a nine
3: he does not survive well i uh, well he doesn't he doesn't um 17 damage he might not survive
0: yeah no he doesn't he's yeah. a, another another zombie tumbles towards you with its jaws open and just as its mandibles wrap around your forearm it burns out of existence from the from the magical radiance of the guardians that you have
3: Derman is kind of like he's he's almost forgotten that he can walk at this point like he's so out of it like he feels feels a little bit better mm-hmm. um but he's just like he kind of sneers down at it at at, at his arm and goes <laughs> i'm just kidding he was i don't know who it was but he's probably he's dead it doesn't matter
0: <laughs> okay all right so not to reduce the do you guys want to finish this combat, Reggie? Make the or so, let's make the call as as a group. Do we want to finish the combat or do we want to go see what Reginald's up to? It don't matter.
2: It's all good. I don't think this will take much longer. Yeah, okay. so finish am to bring in. Let's tidy it up. Epic boss battle music at the end of this.
0: Oh, speaking of. Reggie, flying fools. No, it is Derman's turn. Irina lays unconscious on the ground before you, right next to a zombie which is clawing at her body.
3: Um, is Jericho nearby?
0: He is right. You don't know, but he is right. uh he's right behind that zombie number one. Actually,
2: and this isn't meta. Can I speak to Dermon? Uh, I course. was planning to do that actually. Sure. Uh, Dermon, can you finish up here? I'm gonna go take on the other ones approaching
3: absolutely
2: leave this to me no worries at all i bet you're looking the other way <laughs> still smoldering <laughs> <A little bit. laughs> Yeah,
0: you've heard of drunk with power dermin is <laughs> currently drunk with pain <laughs> all, right. all right
3: that was my little little thing
0: you're called you're up to you dermin your thing your turn. um
3: i'm going to take my dagger and swing around behind me and try to stab zombie number one in the cranium.
0: Alright, he's prone. You have advantage.
3: Oh, heck! Well, there's that one.
0: He and, also has a leg removed.
3: Um, oh, what am I gonna do? 23 to hit.
0: That, of course, will hit.
3: Excellent. Um, so that is six, but hold on. There's more. <coughs> There's more than just the six. Uh, okay, there's also a d6. Um, that is a 10 damage to him.
0: All right, you because... successfully slam your dagger down through the skull of the zombie on the ground, and just like a walking dead zombie, it convulses for a moment and then twitches over dead as you pull your blade out. Bazinga. Sometimes, with less than accurate CG <laughs> and dead. spaghetti noises. Yeah, sometimes it looks a little funny when they shove a knife into the zombies. It do. Um, at least in the early days, zombie number one has perished. The threat on Irina's life has been reduced.
3: Yeah, you know I've said it before, and I'm gonna say it again. If Dermon just stands still. <laughs> things die. Like, the first time this happened, it was in that battle with the giant statue of Strahd. He just, like, sat down and started (laughs) killing people.
0: It takes focus, that's all. just takes a little focus. Dermon
1: enters the room and busts out a
3: folding chair. Things get real. Don't make me sit down!
0: What else uh, will you do, Dermon?
3: Um... That was an action. I will use a bonus action to cast a second level healing spell known as Healing Word at second okay. level. Um, oh, crap. Okay, so... Uh, oh, that's super good, actually. Because it heals me, but it also heals her. Great. So, okay, so two... Four... Uh, 2 is a 6, plus the 3. That's a 9. Plus the other 3. So she gets 12 hit points. And I gain
0: 3 hit points. Dang. Alright, so she's back back to full health. (gasps) Uh, That hurts very badly.
3: I'm sorry. It, it, It is okay now, though. You are not dead or asleep anymore. You'll be fine. Just rest.
0: Thank you, Out. Derman.
3: Pat her on the forehead,
0: <laughs> which is like face down in the mud right now. Reach around. She leans and... her yeah. She leans her head up.
3: Pick her,
2: her up head by head. the hair. <laughs> <Pat her head laughs> it's in the okay. Hair.
0: <laughs> She's now crawling around in the mud trying to stand up. Um, will that end your turn, Derman? Yes. Jericho, it is now your turn.
2: Cool. I'ma run the Z two. Okay. Do it. And attack him.
0: Z two and attack Z two. Do it.
2: That's uh that's a hit. It's seventeen plus seven. 24.
0: Yep, you got it. That's a hit.
2: That's uh, 12 damage on the first one.
0: Okay, Z2 takes 12 damage.
2: That's uh, 23 to hit.
0: That'll hit as well.
2: That's uh, 8 damage.
0: Alright, that's 8 damage. This zombie is looking much worse for the wear. In those two attacks, you not only removed one arm, but you also removed the other arm.
2: <laughs> Good.
0: <laughs> you sliced off both that zombie's arms, so he will not be able to claw you anymore if he will only be able to bite you if he, if he so wishes. What else will you do? Anything?
2: Um, I'm going to use... Did I use all my movement speed to get to Z2? No,
0: you only used 20 feet.
2: Okay, can I use my movement speed to get between them so if either one of them passes me, I get opportunity of attack?
0: Hey, strategy. I like it. Hey, hey. Perfect. That's Good it. job. Smooth. So just to help uh, listeners um, or viewers or whatever picture what's happening, don't forget that Jericho is invisible. So from the very beginning of this combat encounter, one zombie had an arm a alert, uh, no, had two arms and a head removed. They just popped off, as if as if that happened by no by nothing. And then all around Derman and Irina, zombies have been losing limbs for really no visual reason. And then he sprinted over here, and this zombie's arm, both of its arms, just shot off the sides of its body. And uh, nobody can really see why that's happening. Um. So it is now zombie number two's turn. I'm gonna need you to roll. Uh those stealth checks and if you roll two ones, I'll need to know.
2: That was not a one.
0: Alright, cool. So you're still stealth, that means zombie number two and zombie number three, though attacked by you, still not exactly sure what's going on. They are headed towards Dermin and Irena. Uh zombie number two is going to use its movement speed to get right behind her as she is standing up and she it's going to try to fall down on her and bite her, but not before Jericho does an opportunity attack, I assume.
2: That is correct. That is a 16 to hit.
0: Okay. Their armor class is eight. This will just speed things up.
2: Okay. That is ten damage.
0: Ten damage, you murder it. You stab it right in the back as it walks away. You remove both its arms. It's it's the super cool you go in front of it, remove both its arms, step around to the back, grab the sword with the blade under your hand and slam it through the zombie's back. It dies on your blade. As you pull it out, it falls limp to the ground. Um, nice. Super dead. Super cool. And then zombie number three is going to do the same thing, but you will not get an opportunity attack this time. Yeah. Because, uh, let's see, 20. It's going to need to use more. The, it's going to dash over here, so it actually can attack this round, but you don't get an opportunity attack because you've already had your reaction this yeah. turn. So, um... That means it is now Durman's turn. What again? Mm-hmm. Oh, it, it went into your space. That means wisdom saving throw. Will a six do it?
3: No. Oh, don't be stupid someplace else. That's the spanking 11 damage.
0: Spanking 11. Um, spanking 11 will put this zombie at a level of damage that will not reveal. Uh, but its skin sizzles, but it remains alive.
3: Hmm. I'm going to... It's my turn? Yep. Okay, I'm going to stab at it again with my dagger.
0: Okay, you put a foot besides our, beside Irina as she's trying to stand up, and you lean over her body to stab at the zombie that's trying to attack her.
3: It's not, it's not prone. It's like it's standing straight up? Yeah, it's standing up. Okay. Uh, nat twenty to so hits. Ooh, perfect, excellent.
0: Man, this is going to make for a really cool cinematic moment if it. What happens if what I hope happens happens?
3: Uh, that is fourteen damage.
0: Fourteen damage, perfect. Uh, fourteen damage is not enough to kill, but it is enough to to maim for sure. Um, you. Uh, reach across and swing your dagger, removing the zombie's head Heck as cool. it tips over and begins to fly in the air and then back behind the zombie. Nice. Is that the end of your turn?
3: Yeah,
0: uh, sure. Yes. Yes, it is. Yes. Very well. Oh, shoot. Uh, actually, this will be perfect. I missed Irina's turn because she's supposed to go after zombie 3. I went straight to you, Derman, so she's going to have her turn now. Is that okay? Do it. She is going to now roll over and do her best to stab this zombie with her rapier as it falls down on top of her to bite her, or claw at her, now that it doesn't have a head. Oh, and she just barely hits, just barely meeting the armor class. Meets her people. Mm-hmm. Oh. Perfect! Oh, man, the dice could not have lined up more perfectly, you guys. As the last (laughs) zombie is falling headless on top of her to scratch her and take her life, she rolls over, puts her back in the mud, pulls out her rapier and puts it on her chest as the zombie falls, its torso sliding down the blade of her rapier, and the removed head flipping over and landing right on the top of that rapier as it slides through the back of the zombie. The zombie goes limp. As it lays on top of her on the ground. And combat is over. Woo. Nice. That couldn't have gone more cinematically beautiful in my opinion. It's good. a beautiful thing. But I will leave you all to deal with what you will do. Because we got to go deal with a Reginald. Uh oh. So we cut to Reginald. Who? Reginald, do you remember what you were doing?
1: I don't remember a whole lot of what I was doing. I listened to the last episode. I know that Reginald, as a a character, was kind of confused by the whole situation last time. Mm -hmm. Potion Man is probably the most memorable character we've run across yet, even though he had like the least charismatic personality of anybody. Yeah.
0: So you bought, I believe, six health potions from the Potion Man and at least one potion of light. Not to mention... I think I got rabbit- two, light, two okay. light
1: potions and I got down 12 bolts plus one rabbit. Pincushion yes. rabbit.
0: 12 crossbow bolts with a rabbit attached to them. Um, but you also crossed the village square to Threadbears, a shop owned by Guawiana. Right. Threadbear. Right. And you commissioned the creation of uh, gloves to resist cold, as well as a bag to put your rabbit in that would hopefully preserve it in some way, as well yep, as insulated a pouch, bag. Yep, as well as a pouch for potions. But Gloriana said that she does not like for you to be in her shop while she's working. She needs at least an hour to make these items, and you have to go find something to do for that hour. Uh, but knowing that Isaac Strozny is in the center of the town square looking for information on the people who murdered the Burgomaster, you were hesitant to go back in the town square, but nevertheless, here you are with your back against the door of Threadbears staring directly into the town square at Isaac Strozny, who is looking around, anticipant for someone to come forward to give him information.
1: Hmm. Okay. You ready to do this? Oh, I'm ready. Okay. Has she, has she already gone in the back to begin working on everything?
0: In the last episode, you could hear her getting things ready to work on. You could hear her working okay. from outside the door.
1: Okay. Um, I think what I'm going to do, cause she didn't want me like all up over the counter and everything. Um, mm-hmm. I think I'm just going to like browse some of her, um, uh, I guess she's got like garments and bags and all that other kind of stuff. Just kind of like, uh, lying around for purchase and things like that. I think I'm just going to to pretend to browse the items and kind of keep an eye out the window to see if
0: uh, old oh, no, you're uh, Isaac runs away. She sh- she Are ushered it? you out the door. Her, oh, I'm her outside. Shop, yeah, her shop's in the building. She said she needed you to leave while she worked. So yeah, you're you're outside facing the village square. Um, Zing. She told you. Okay. She, I think her exact words were, "You don't have to go anywhere except you have to go outside. I I need you to go."
1: Gotcha. Um okay. Uh there was I got on my notes that I'm supposed to be looking for a Victavio or something like that for the um, he's a crafter for the, the bolts that I'm looking for.
0: Yeah, so I think Irwin was suspicious that the Rudolf von Richten vampire hunter guy that you found that journal of uh, right. in the wagon, I think he was suspicious that there was a man named Rictavio staying at his inn, who also was known to visit a similar circus wagon that was at the uh, the car depot, not the like the wagon depot of Velocki. Right. And he was concerned that Rictavio may be Rudolf von Richten in disguise, but he wasn't sure. When you left the Blue Water Inn this morning, he said that maybe by the time you returned Either Rictavio would have returned as well to stay in his room that he rents from the Blue Water Inn, or uh Erwin might have some information on Rictavio's whereabouts.
1: Okay. Well, that simplifies things for me. I've already taken care of getting some potions and commissioning the bag and everything. The last two items that I need are the bolts and the wagon with the replacement horses. So I think I'm gonna head back to the Blue Water Inn and uh kind of, I think I'm just going to kind of do the same thing I did when I was walking over to uh, um, Threadbears, is I'm just going to kind of, like, you know, browse the wares. I'm not just going to beeline it over there. I'm just going to kind of browse my way that way, trying not to look too uh, suspicious.
0: Okay. Well, why don't, in that case, you roll a little stealth check with advantage to see if old Isaac spots you as somebody as a person of interest.
1: Okay. Well, the first one was a five.
0: Okay, good thing you have advantage. And the second one's a 17. You successfully escape Isaac Strozny's gaze. He Ooh. is looking around, uh, but he does not expect to see the disguise, Lerald. It should be known that uh, Reginald has just dis- taken up the disguise of a man named Lerald. From, from vision. Yeah, from Cresc, who is vi- visiting, I believe, his cousin or whatever. Here in Velaki, so uh, he does not spy you or think of you as anyone uh, interesting to speak with. You successfully escape his gaze in the village square.
1: Nice. All right. So, just to recap for about ten seconds on the last episode, I was just reviewing everything, and you mentioned that old Isaac. He's a he's a big guy, but like one of his arms is like all like uh, I guess like. Monstrous or whatever—it's—it's not—it's not a regular human arm.
0: Yes, he has a monstrous arm, arm kind of scaly, big claws, veiny, muscly.
1: Okay, definitely, definitely something to, to see if we can find out more about. So, uh, have I successfully made it over to the Blue Water Inn?
0: Yes, after a few minutes of walking, you arrive back at the Blue Water Inn. Uh, Sweet. The day. It's it's you know still sometime in the morning you haven't spent a whole lot of time today, uh, so you are you are back at the Blue Water Inn, coming inside. Erwin is cleaning some glasses. It is an inn, a tavern of sorts, so there's not a ton of people hanging around in the morning. Most people have finished their breakfasts and have not yet come in for lunch if they are going to have any. So the the tavern is is largely empty at this point.
1: Oh, it's a perfect time for second breakfast. I'm gonna belly up to the bar.
0: Okay. Oh, welcome back, Reginald. That was a very quick shopping trip you went on this morning. Uh,
1: yeah, didn't uh didn't have a whole lot I needed to pick up. A few odds and ends here and there, but uh, hey, big fella out there um with the with the messed up arm. What's what's his story, the Isaac fella?
0: Um, Isaac Strasny. He is, of course, was. Less than is now that you murdered the burgomaster of this town. Uh, I, sorry, I, I just...
1: did no no such thing. I I, I don't procs. know what you're talking about.
0: No, nope. I consider the three of you kind of a single agent in this world. Uh, anyhow, ever since you did that, he is no longer the right hand man, the enforcer of the baron. Uh, he is now just on a war path. Uh, Trying to discover who it was that killed his master. He is aimless. Um, As far as his appearance, I assume that's what you're referring to?
1: Well, yeah. Yeah, it's just a bit uh, peculiar,
0: you might say. Uh, As far as his appearance, that arm... uh, I do not know much more than legends. I hesitate to gossip, you know. Uh, about Isaac, especially if anyone in here wants to hear me gossiping about Mr Strozny and then he have reason to come and destroy the the tavern
1: well i, I, I don't I don't so much see a lot of other folks here maybe uh may we just discuss it quietly or would you prefer to wait until um we till we've left a bit
0: yeah hey, you try a hard bargain. <laughs> Rich, uh, I <laughs> All I know is legend, you see. We don't know whether this is true. Uh, he, from what I hear, Isaac was born here in Velaki. Right. Uh, he once had a sister. And one morning, he and his sister uh, went with their uncle to go fishing on Lake Zarovich. And on the way back to town, a dire wolf, as the legend goes, attacked Isaac and beat off his right arm. Uh, He was carrying. back. I'm sorry, back. You,
1: you said he he beat off his right arm. No, he b- beat. Beat. Okay. Okay. <laughs> like that. Uh, I, 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 I follow you now. I follow you. I, th- I thought I heard something a bit different. This is, I got I got you now.
0: Very well. We have different accents, original. You sound a little bit funny to me, but do you hear me making fun of you? Well, no, not now. May may I continue my story now? May I continue my story? Well, I suppose so. Okay. Uh. Anyway, his father carried him back to town, his uncle distracted the beast. Um. But, it would seem Again, according to legend, well, that right. his sister ran away during the kerfuffle and hid in the woods and was never seen again.
1: And so, that's why his arm's all messed up. Because well, he, no he got got all, all chewed up and everything.
0: Well, A wolf bite is not enough to make a brand new monster arm. There's more to the story. Uh, Isaac's parents, eventually at the loss of his sister, it, it seems as though it was a bit of a they liked her more kind of situation. There wasn't much to Isaac. Maybe even the legend has it that Isaac lacked a soul. So they did not care as much for him. And being bereaved... Of their only true offspring, his parents succumbed to their grief and left Isaac an orphan. He became a sociopath, as the other children ruthlessly mocked him because of his dead family and his missing arm. But he was a large boy. Of course you have seen him, have you not? Well, he had no trouble. Yeah,
1: he's walking around outside all over everything.
0: Again, as legend has it, he had no trouble killing those who ridiculed him. Those who joked and joshed and jeered, he murdered and disposed of their bodies. Again, as legend has it, eventually he was caught in the act and brought to the burgomaster. And instead of punishing the boy, the Baron pardoned him and took him into his home. And that is why Isaac remains loyal to him, even as he is passed into the great beyond, because he is the one who gave Isaac everything he has. Now, on to the arm, of course, as the legend goes. Uh, After years of working for the baron, Isaac awakened from a drunken stupor one morning to find that he had grown a new arm to replace the one he had lost. The new appendage had the barbed spines you have seen and the elongated fingers and those long fingernails. And it is said that even he can create fire with the snap of his fiendish fingers and has used the flames to put the fear of the devil in every valachian So no one truly knows where the arm has come from. Legend has it it just appeared on his arm one day. Huh.
1: Yeah, that's... Uh... That don't usually happen, from what I gather. Um, you know, it's uh, probably
3: think,
1: just a Well, yeah, but I mean, you can see he's he's got a. It, it, I'm just going to say it's pretty messed up looking. But uh you know, to each his own and everything. But you know I, that that flame bit, I didn't I didn't figure on that part. You know, uh, I, I think I'm I think I'm about ready to get out of this town. Things that. Things just seem a little too strange right here. I, I think I want to avoid all the uh, Isaac if at all possible.
0: Did you see him this morning?
1: Well, yeah, he's out in the square. He's, he's looking for, you know, any suspicious characters, what might have uh, committed any uh, recent uh, crimes uh, relating to the Burgomaster. Such as yourself. Well, no, I, I had no uh, part in that at all. But, um
0: L- Lerold, we can skip that part, can't we? You do it every time. I, we know we're, I, We we both understand what's going on. I, it's just easier for me to say yes. You were involved. Your friend did it. You were involved. You you fled the city. You were involved. Easy peasy.
1: Well, I'll say I I wasn't involved, but I I do have information. And as you can as you probably know by now, I'm not the uh, the best person with words, and I, I don't want to uh, betray my friends like that.
0: Hmm. Well, that is a noble pursuit for sure. What are you getting at, Reginald
1: slash Leroyd? What do you need? Beyond just wanting to know what the situation was with that crazy-looking arm, I, I suppose uh, I suppose I just want to go ahead and be on my way. Um, now, you said you, you might have some... Uh, might have seen this, uh, Victorio fella, or you might know when he might be coming in later on, right?
0: Ah, uh, yes, 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 yes. Uh, Rictavio. I have some information about Rictavio. I know, I know where he is, but he may not be in the condition that would be ideal for him to help you.
1: In what kind of condition would that be?
0: He. Uh... He has been gravely injured. I I fear he may not wish to see any visitors at this time.
1: I'm kinda like looking down at, at my my bag with all the health potions in it. Um well, he might be inclined to see me. Where um uh, where whereabouts he at?
0: Mm. I told him I would bring no visitors, but I know this is important, and I, I hope that he can help you. Come, follow me. Uh, so he takes you up to the top floor of the inn, where the rooms are, where the places that people stay are. And he walks down the hallway, uh, and he goes to the last room. And he knocks on the door. There's no answer. He I think I want to. The... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, you, you go ahead. And he kind of he kind of looks at you like, um, like he's a little bit a bit confused. He's unsure of this action. He looks at you like, well, maybe this isn't going to work. Uh, then he knocks again, and after a, a brief pause, you hear, "What? What? What do you want? I told you I don't want any visitors." Uh. Uh, Mister uh, Rictavio, I have someone who wishes to see you, and I believe it could be of somewhat grave importance. I, I told you I, I don't want any. I don't want any visitors. I've been injured, you see. I I need time to heal. Please leave me, Owen. I don't care what your visitor wants.
1: Uh, well, if you excuse me, turned... sir, I might be able to help you out with your healing. What?
0: What? Who is it?
1: Uh, just is a friend, just, just a friend you yet not quite met yet, but I've got a couple of these uh, healing potions here, might uh, set you right.
0: Hmm. Healing potions, you say?
1: Well, yeah, yeah, I've got got several of them. It might might do the trick. You know, what's what's your condition? You mind if we uh if
0: we come in? We see if we can help you out. <sighs> From inside the door, of course, all of this is muffled. Right, right, right. Very, very well. Irwin, let this man in. Uh, Irwin takes his you know his list of his big ring of keys. He unlocks the door. Uh, and he opens it, and he says, um, Reginald, I will be downstairs. I must run the inn. Uh, if you can help Rictavio, that would be wonderful. If he can give you some information, that would be great. But, uh, do not spend too much time, as, of course, the longer Isaac Strozny is in the town square, the more danger, uh, you will be in of possibly running across him. And I can assure you, uh, he is, uh, quite an opponent if you were to have to meet him in open combat. So please make, make this quick, get what you need and get back to your friends. Uh, and right. he lets you into the door, and closes it behind you.
1: Thank Inside you. That, much appreciated.
0: He nods. Sorry. In that room, you see a man laying <clears throat> on a bed, uh, bandages wrapped around, uh, his right arm and right leg. Uh, in such a way as it seems as though he has lost both a right arm and a right leg. Uh, his, his countenance is pale. He seems as though he does not have a lot of energy, or blood for that matter, uh, left in him. Uh, he is a man, let me see if I can pull up a little description of him. Um, he is wearing a leather coat. He's wearing some like cool, uh, almost kind of like sunglasses. Like they're tinted uh, round glasses on his face. He's got a receding hairline, but he's got a very uh, gray pushed back series of unfortunate events. Olaf, Count Olaf, kind of look to him. Um, do you follow that? I guess. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. I can. I'm on board. Gotcha. He's he, he's in his left hand. He's holding a cane across his body. He's got these sweet leather boots that are have like this cool metal overlay around them, kind of like armored boots. Uh, he looks like a very experienced man uh, in the corner is a backpack, uh, like a, a, a satchel full of uh, implements that um, you don't know exactly what they are, but some of them look like trinkets, some pieces of metal. Uh, he looks as though like, as, as though he may be a tinkerer of some kind, and he has a journal on his nightstand. Uh, and he is sitting in a, this kind of dark room by candlelight, wincing in pain at every breath. Who are you, right. green uh, man? Uh,
1: just uh, just a friend you had not quite made acquaintance of yet. Uh, yes, you've, my name you've is, said uh, that My name is Reginald, sir, and uh, Got a few a uh, few health potions here, although I don't know how much of the damage it will it will heal. But um, I I'd, I'd like to try if um if you if you're willing.
0: You mean, I mean to think say that let I you, might you have his health potions? You think I haven't you think I haven't consumed my weight in health potions just to get me to this point? I was a death door. I thought you might have something better than. A lousy health potion. Of course, I apologize. I appreciate your generosity, but a health potion can't get me beyond this point. I've lost an arm and leg, obviously, as you can see.
1: Well, what is it I could do to help you out, sir? I'd I'd, I'd like to, to see what I could do for you. Maybe there's something you can, uh, you can help me with as well.
0: There's something I can help you with. Look at me. I've lost an arm and a leg. He, he puts his head down. You can tell that uh, you can tell that he is, you know, this This is obviously really bothering him. Um, and you can you can hear him uh, you can hear him say I'll never I'll never kill him now. I'll never I'll never catch my quarry now. Hey, who
1: is it in particular you might be looking for or our paths might just be uh, intersecting here,
0: our path might be intersecting whatever do you mean well we we're, we're
1: looking to to dispose of a of a certain character about the area might might or might not live in a big old castle not too far from here
0: ah dispose of Strad, and your Interesting accent. I should have understood when I heard your voice outside the door. You're an adventurer. A new plaything for the Devil's Strad.
1: Now, you say a plaything. I mean, we, we, we got in here. We're just trying to find our way back out. Have you met him already?
0: Have you seen him? Well,
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, several times.
0: Several times, let me guess. Each time you see... Each time you've seen him, you've either barely escaped or he left before he could finish the job?
1: Uh, well, not in so many words, but yeah, pretty
0: much. Hmm. Then yes, you are Strad's newest plaything. Are you here alone or were you brought as a group?
1: I, I, come, I come myself today, sir, but um, I've got a few companions and compatriots in the area.
0: So you have a group of people who have been brought to Barovia by Strad. Just know you're not the first. Well, how many times has this happened? Since I've been around? Oh, several. Uh, I've managed to stay somehow under Strad's radar myself. Uh, because I consider myself a cut above the rest. I am a vampire hunter, after all. I suppose I've lost an arm and a leg and... You obviously are here as an enemy of Strad and not as ally. Suppose I can tell you that I've been staying at the Blue Water Inn trying to get information on Strad, as well as the hideous evil Valaki that serve him. I've been here for quite a few quite a few months now and uh, hiding under the guise of Rictavio, the circus ringleader. But my true name is Rudolf von Richten. It's hey,
1: so- Pleasure to meet you, Mr. Von Richten. It sounds like you're very knowledgeable of this uh, strong fellow. Um, maybe, um, you know, seeing as how we've got more uh, appendages than you do in your current state, and you've got more knowledge than we've got, maybe we could uh, come to some kind of uh, an agreement. We can help each other out.
0: He um, takes his left hand which is the only one he has left, and he kind of leans forward on the bed to try to raise it up to to, um, to give you a shake. Uh, but he, of course, winces in pain as he shakes and uses his other arm to push off with. Um, he says, yes, sir, it's good to meet you as well. What are your plans? What, what? How do, how do you aim to defeat the Devil strot What makes you different from the last of these adventurers, the last of his toys he's brought here to play with?
1: Well, now I don't know the quality of the um, character he was up against before, but uh, we're, we're pretty formidable ourselves. Now our, our biggest thing is we we're, we're stuck in here. We just want to get out of Barovia. We want to go elsewhere. This this place is rather, if I could say, suffocating to the soul. It's uh, it's just doesn't doesn't feel right here. We. As we understand it, if we can get rid of this strong fellow, we can we can finally leave here.
0: Yes, that is... that will be the only way. But what I'm asking is, wh- wh- how are you going to get there? Everyone everyone he's brought here has learned that they can't get out unless they kill him. They're all dead. Lying in the ground underneath Castle Ravenloft. Uh, lying in the ground outside Vallaki, or Lying in Barovia. Or lying at the bottom of the lake. How do you aim to do it?
1: Well, that's the part we're trying to figure out right now. I was hoping you might be able to give some insight under that, seeing as how you've been against him now for so long, it seems, and you're you're not in the ground somewhere.
0: Yes, well, that's the only because I've spent my time planning and planning and planning, and you see where it's got me now. But of course, you know the basics of vampire hunter hunting, don't you? Surely you've learned that by now. Surely you've learned that uh, Stake Through the Heart or Sunlight. The Blade of Sunlight, which I've heard about. Possibly Locked somewhere in Castle Ravenloft could help you.
1: Right, some sort of sword. and we, We're we supposed to be looking for that somewhere, but we just we don't have a whole lot to go with. I mean, uh, we got these... Uh, Prophecy um, from from uh, from some of the local folk, and uh, it would be nice if you could help decipher some of it. Uh,
0: he says, "What prophecies have you gotten? I assume you had your fortune read by Madame Ava of the Velaki, of well, not the Velaki, the Vistani."
1: Yeah, that's the one. That's the one.
0: <laughs> I couldn't
1: remember their name either. <laughs> yeah. Guys, it's been too long. Yeah, Um. And then, and you know what? Through the magic of d and D, I I describe exactly what the prophecy was. Because I can't remember all of it. Yeah. I remember the sword. I remember there was, like, talking about, like, the woman over the fire
0: or something like that. I don't remember all of it. Gotcha. So the sword one, you, you relate to him... Uh, also, by the way, I'm going to throw a quick picture in the Discord for you guys to look at what Rudolf von Richten looks like. Um, i just put one on the stream for everybody to see.
2: Also, earlier you said Strahd's servants, the Vallaki. Did you mean uh, I meant, the Bastani yeah. then I as well? The
0: I did. Okay. I'm sorry.
2: I apologize. Um. Didn't know if like the whole town was in league with him or what.
0: Okay, so the... He you perfectly described to him the prophecy. No, yeah, sorry, that's my mistake. I thought that I might have done that. To- yeah, totally Hale says totally Count Olaf. He does look very much like Count Olaf. This is
1: <laughs> very much an Olaf.
0: Um he says you tell him that this is the uh, a woman hangs above a roaring fire, find her and you will find the treasure. Um R- Rudolf von Richten says, Ah, I've heard this prophecy before. I believe you're looking for a place inside the castle. I hear tell that there is a room in which a woman hangs above a roaring fire. I don't imagine it's a real...
1: Like a picture or something? A a painting?
0: Ah, yes. Possibly. Something like that. Surely it couldn't be an actual woman. So it has to be something permanent. Something that uh, won't burn up. Something that's not meant to be burned, but it seems to be, of course, it'd have to be above the location. Yes, I believe you could be right. It could be a painting. A painting above a fireplace somewhere in the castle.
1: All right. We're getting somewhere right. now, but that's still inside the castle. Now, it's, that's a ways off. Uh, We've got to find to get there first.
0: The only way you'll get inside of Castle Ravenloft is the way that all the adventurers before you have got an entrance into Castle Ravenloft. That's with an invitation.
1: Now, how are we supposed to get an invite to something like that?
0: Now, that I do not know exactly, but do know this. At the time Strahd wishes for you to join him at the castle, he will send for you, and he will clear the path for you to arrive. No more wolves on the road, no more werewolves, no more zombies, no more undead, no more anything. Between you and the castle, once you receive an invitation from Strad, it's as if the road between you and there is paved with gold, and nothing will be able to stop you from going. So once now, inside, wait a minute.
1: Now he's just setting up and just just getting ready for whenever he's feeling ready to 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 just welcome us into his presence.
0: I'm telling you, Reginald, was it?
1: Well, yes, yes.
0: I'm telling you that this is a game to him. The only way to defeat Strad is for you to be ready when you go. Whether that be with information, whether that be with with the with the treasures you've been obviously prophesied to to show where they are. You must be ready. You must be more ready than he thinks you are when you join him at the castle.
1: It's a solid plan, I'd say, but uh... What about this, this sword you was talking about?
0: The sword of, the sword of sunlight. Well, yeah, that I seems like it'd are. be
1: uh, quite effective in this situation.
0: I, I am certain, absolutely, it will be. Likely a reason why it is hidden in the castle. Whether, I do not know whether Strahd knows, where it is hidden at the castle. It's possibly he could have hid it himself, or someone could have sought it for some lucky adventurers one day but we know that the Sword of Sunlight is prophesied and that it will be a weapon of great use against Strahd.
1: Right. So that's uh, two reasons we best go ahead and get into that castle. Are you, are you sure there's no other way to get in there before before he sends for us?
0: You may try whatever you wish, but I will tell you this. I have seen many adventurers come to this land and go. And the only way any of them gained entrance to the gates of Castle Ravenloft was with an invitation from Strahd himself.
1: Yeah, the Castle Ravenloft ain't seen the likes of us yet.
0: I'm sure it has not, or maybe it's seen some people exactly like you. I don't. I can't tell you. I have the utmost faith that you will survive.
1: Well, I see we got two options. We either get stuck in here and just poking round till we just become as playthings over at Castle Ravenloft, or we just try to get ourselves out of here and be on our merry way. We might be able to deal with this stroke fella in the process and get him out of your hair. Is there anything else that you could, could tell me he might help us out, but get us a bit more prepared. <laughs>
0: I've heard tell that he is obsessed with a young lady who lives in Barovia. Is it possible you've met her?
1: Yeah, you could say
0: we've met. Forgive me if I'm not too terribly wanting to... Have you... Slow down this conversation, Reginald. You can tell I'm in a lot of pain. Have you met her or not?
1: Yes, sir, we have. Yes
0: i believe one way to really get under Strahd's skin would be to find a way to protect her from Strahd eternally i don't know how to do that uh i've heard whisperings that she might be here in valachia believing that it'd be a safe place for her the only thing that can keep <clears throat> the only thing keeping Strahd away from her in this town are the wooden walls and they're not per- 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 they're not Quite so effective as people might think. But if you can find a way... Yeah, he seems a man who goes where he wants. If you can find a way to keep her out of Strahd's grasp, that will likely turn him well against you and gain you access to his castle, whether he drags you there himself by your necks or whether he invites you for a final confrontation with those who have ruined his plans.
1: It's... Uh... Some solid advice on that one, and I, I know where she's at now, and she's she's safe as, as can be at the moment. She's uh, well-guarded, but uh, definitely something to consider.
0: That is a step in the right direction. Now tell me, have you been assailed by Strahd's servants?
1: Well, I, I suppose. It, what would you define as his servants? It's the the wolves and the uh, all the other zombies
0: and things of that nature. Wolves, undead, yes, zombies, those kind of things. Yeah, we've we've felt we've we've come across our share. Very well. Well, I've been working on a certain thing to, or a few trinkets to try to, uh, to try to help myself whenever they come and to sail me. Um, there is a wagon on the outskirts of town at an old dilapidated tower. I'll tell you where it is. It's full of uh, a uh, substance called alchemist fire that I've been experimenting and with and trying to use to help create some more effective weapons against the agents of darkness.
1: Right, but why did you put the chicken in there? What? Yeah, nothing, nothing.
0: Oh, no, you've You've seen my wagon, my other
1: well, wagon. I suppose. I mean, there's not a lot of wagons you come across. It's full of explosives and such, but there was a chicken in there, and I've, I've lost sleep over the fact that chicken was just left in there.
0: Well, I was planning to eat the chicken eventually.
1: Well, see now that makes better sense.
0: Is the wagon? Did you? Did did you? Did you? I booby trapped the wagon. Did did you blow the wagon up?
1: Oh, no, everything's fine. Everything's fine. Chicken's fine, too.
0: Oh, very well.
1: As far as I know.
0: Here, bring me my bag. Bring me my bag. He points over it, to the snack.
1: This one over here, and I'm going to the corner. I'm heaving that bag over this way. Gotcha.
0: He grabs it, uh, and he pulls out, he goes rifling through it, um, wincing in pain the whole time. Every now and again, you see this, the stump where his ar- right arm used to be a reach over, and he looks at it, you know, as if he was trying to use that arm, but he looks at it and lets it fall limp again. And he reaches in with the uh, left arm, and he pulls out a diagram, a, a piece of paper, and he shoves it into your chest, and he says, uh, are there any among your party, I guess you included, I don't see any bows or crossbows on you. Uh, Is there anyone in your party that use bows?
1: Well, yes. In fact, that's the reason I came searching for you in the first place. I'm supposed to be trying to inquire as to if you could incorporate some of this uh, flame-juice alchemical fire into a crossbow bolt.
0: Well... Maybe you all have more of a chance than I thought. It seems great minds may think alike, or at least maybe there's one great mind in your party. I was thinking of doing something just like that. I have fashioned a way to uh, apply alchemist fire to crossbow bolts, and once they make contact with their target, they explode. With So far, I've only been able to get a radius of five feet worth of fire. But let me tell you, it had quite a bit of punch to a regular crossbow bolt. If you can find a way to manufacture it, if you spend a little time tinkering uh, with it. And, of course, if you have plenty of alchemist fire, which, if you've stolen my wagon, you probably do. I reach inside
1: my pack and I, I pull out, like, a, a fistful of them. I've got, like, eight of them in my pack. You made some of
0: these here. Uh Yeah. He's, he nods and he says, yes, yes, right, yes, crossbow bolts.
1: Right, right. And we put that with the crossbow. Now, these these instructions of are, are to help us to accomplish that, right? Yes. Uh, I'm kind of looking at them, and I'm, like, turning it sideways, and, like, I'm not really really sure which side he is says, up.
0: keep that safe and give it to the archer of your group. He'll know what to do with it.
1: Right, right. I, I could do that. Good. Now, it, it, look, look. I, I really do need to be going, but, it, look, is there anything that That we can do for you. Uh,
0: You know what? Yes. It seems as though unless there's some sort of magical reversal of the loss of my limbs, I won't be able to accomplish my mission in life, which is twofold. To kill the Devil Strahd, and to kill every scum Vistani that has ever served him. I believe... Inadvertently, I've started towards that second goal. You see, the reason I lost my right arm and right leg is because I've been training a saber-toothed tiger uh, off and on. I've had it trapped in a different circus wagon in the depot, and I've been training it to hunt and kill Vistani. My reasons are my own. I trust that you would respect them. But I believe I missed a feeding or two, and one day, it's possible that maybe there are some kids playing around. Either way, I went to the I went to the depot one day, and the door of the wagon was open. In an attempt to try to quell the rage of the saber toothed tiger, which sadly enough I as well had outfitted with a version of my own armor that I have made, uh, he became angry and attacked me, and escaped the town. So. If you could not get in that tiger's way as he hunts down the Vistani of this world. that's all I ask. After all I am a crippled man and I can ask you for no more.
1: So you want us just to
0: just what step aside if we
1: see the, the big old the big old uh, cat trying to uh, to eat somebody right?
0: Yes he only has a taste for Vistani. He very rarely leaves it. Uh, If you see him somewhere in the wilderness, I ask that you not treat him as a trophy to be hunted or an ally to be gained, uh, but as a missile on its way to destroy any in its path.
1: Well, beg pardon, sir, but if it looks like he has been chewing on you, he might have a taste for more than Vistani.
0: Well... Like I said, he only strays every now and again. Right, right.
1: You said you, you equipped him with uh, this kind of armor or whatever. Can you tell me more about that? It's
0: it's armor, Reginald. that keeps things from hurting him. Well,
1: right, but you said you patterned it after your own. Is there anything in particular that makes it so, so special?
0: Uh, it's light, but strong. He's not slowed down, but far quite difficult to harm.
1: Right. I guess this is kind of be a little bit of meta, but I'm just I'm referring back to when you were talking about like he had some really sweet ass boots and like all that kind oh, of stuff. Yeah.
0: So. No, no, yeah, nothing. It's just armor. Okay. Right. i
1: I tell you what. I've got to be going. It, it's getting on in the day, and I do want to see fucking the four dead Isaac fella, if at all possible. But uh, you know, if we're out and about, we happen to find something that'll uh, help you in this little stumpy situation, we'll uh, we'll seek you out.
0: Yes, and uh, Reginald, I, I'm sorry if I came across as crass or uh, against you in any way. I'm of course less of a man than I was days ago. I truly do hope that you aren't like the other adventurers that have passed through this world, that you will be successful in destroying the devil Strahd and helping us all escape this hell.
1: I promise you, there's not been any adventurers like us come through here yet.
0: I hope that is the case. I want to take the, I want
1: to take the the two health potions that I had because we had two apiece. Uh, I picked up six of them. Uh, I want to take my two health potions and and give them to him.
0: Gotcha. He looks up at you and he grabs them both with his left hand, both the necks of those bottles in his left hand. And he takes them and he holds them against his chest and he says, Godspeed, Reginald.
1: And you as well. We'll meet again, I'm sure of it. I want to head for the door and give a little wave. Alrighty.
0: He lets you leave the room and shut the door on him. Um, nice. with that said let's cut back to uh, Jericho Irina and Derman and see what they're up to Jericho and Derman, why don't you guys go ahead and take a minute to wake up I know we've been gone a while uh, but uh, what's going on out here
2: well uh, Keith we're out here and I don't know
0: <laughs> <laughs> there seems to be a light we're out on here on Chopper door. 4
1: there's a
2: <laughs> sudden influx of the undead
0: how mad would you be tonight you at or more?
2: That would uh, be... Uh, not, not terribly mad, but... We dispatched them fairly handily. I well, haven't yeah, taken no. damage
1: from any of them yet.
2: That mm. was pretty
0: exceptional, not gonna lie.
1: I gained, like... Now they've merged health. together into one giant spaghetti-sounding monster. Mm.
0: Oh, we don't
3: have time for that me. particular rabbit hole of religion tonight, Joshua.
0: But back <laughs> to the tower, we go... Uh, Irina is standing and trying to wipe all the mud off of her as she rolls the dead zombie off of her, off of her body.
3: I well, sorry, go ahead.
0: No, you go ahead. I'm. I'm
3: I have decided that I want to answer my question.
0: What do it? What was your question?
3: Oh no, that was me. That that wasn't German That was me speaking. Well, I, I guess. That was both. That was was both. Um, Okay. Dermon says that while staring at the door, and I say that letting you know what I'm about to do. Okay. I'm going to touch the door, but (laughs) with every fiber of my being, I'm going to will it. I'm going to intend not to open it.
0: What? What?
3: No, that wasn't Dermon. That was that was just so, me. Do you I'm
0: sorry. You're gonna end- So you're just, you're just gonna touch the door
3: but not open it? I'm gonna touch the door. But not but, open. It. But no no intent to try to open it at all.
0: Okay, so you're trying to huh. to reduce your intent.
3: Like a gentle caress.
0: A gentle caress, but you are gonna touch the door.
3: I'm going to try.
0: Alright. Um, that is
3: what I'm doing. That is what Dermon is moving let toward. Let
0: me go and see what's going to happen to you, if anything. You gotta find.
2: Are you notifying anyone of this?
3: Um. No, but I, I would say through clues and and such, you could. You could you could probably guess what's what's happening, uh, through a, a insight check, maybe. Uh, I think I'd have to have some inclination
2: that you're going to suicide yourself to see that coming.
0: Dermon begins to slowly walk towards the door as Irina gets up with his hand out, Jericho.
2: Uh, Dermon, are you... Are you all right?
3: Yes, I'm fine. I'm just Ooh. a bit tired. I want to see... There's a question I have... And I want to know the answer.
2: And that question would be pertaining to the afterlife?
3: No, mostly just this door. I want to know if it is alive. Or it's sentient in some way, at least. I want to see if I touch it with the intent to not harm it, or open it, or try to steal from the tower, perhaps, maybe... Maybe it won't kill me. And okay. If it doesn't kill you, what use is that? I'm mostly just curious, and I have no real reason to do it or not do it. I just want to know. I want an answer.
2: Well, Dermon, it hasn't been all that good knowing you. Have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to loot the bodies.
0: Alright, you go loot the bodies. <laughs> Um, nothing might be one on... more in a second. <laughs> nothing special on these particular zombies. They're just amalgamations of flesh, blood, and corpse. You know,
3: mm,
2: scary.
0: Um. So everybody at this point, based on the map we had made, everyone but Derman. Yeah, you got Jericho's back here. That zombie is dead. Irina is thirty feet from the door. Which means... Alright, so, Dermon, you touched the door, eh? Uh, if no one's gonna stop me, yeah. Um, Dermon,
2: give us one minute. Irina, you see the cracks running up the side of the tower, don't you? Uh, yes, I do. I don't know how many more lightning strikes that thing could take. You wanna retreat to not here?
0: Uh, you know what? I think that might be a good idea. Uh I'm not one to stop someone in the spirit of discovery, but I don't want to die either, so I'm gonna step back with you.
2: And uh Derman, I'm I'm not familiar with the religions of cat people. Should we bury you or burn you
3: or <laughs> eat you? <laughs> well, you certainly shouldn't eat me. Um But I suspect that if this fails, I will be buried underneath this tower, so you won't really have to worry about burying me or doing any religious activities. Just just promise me that you'll let my father know I tried.
2: I didn't even know you had a father. I thought you were
3: an orphan. Well, yes. If you had listened to me, you'd know that I was adopted.
2: Oh, therefore. Taken
3: strayed, Yes.
2: Yeah, if uh, we don't all die, uh, I'll I'll give him a ring. Excellent. I touch the door.
0: All right, you touch the door. Um, <laughs> uh, any creature outside the tower and within ten feet of it is about to need to make a DC 15 dex oh, excuse me—a dexterity saving throw. So go ahead and roll that, Mister Derman. I got a nine. Uh you fail the dexterity saving throw. Um so Zing. let's roll that damage.
3: 50. <laughs> 52. Seven well, that's not so bad.
0: Plus 8 is what 15 Oh boy. In so the- Arena,
2: have you ever thought of taking up the cloak and dagger?
0: Oh, hold on. Uh, we can deal with that later on uh, so that's 30 total damage that you're gonna take
3: i am unconscious
0: you are unconscious and knocked backwards um you're knocked quarter backwards mile. 15 feet So you are now fifteen feet away your body slides to a halt fifteen feet away from the tower.
3: Right. As the lightning strikes, Derman lets out a R two D (laughs) two.
0: Woo! (laughs) Wow. Oh god, all right. That's so, a great visual right there. <laughs> so your body <laughs> shoots backwards and slides to a halt as lightning envelops the tower. <laughs> um Sadly, the third time this trap is triggered, the magic fails and causes the tower to collapse, so cracks begin forming, even bigger ones. <laughs> Rubble begins falling off the tower. Uh, Jericho and Irina, roll a perception check.
2: You're Irina. I know. Okay. (laughs) That's a 15.
0: Uh, Both of you notice this. You both look at each other, and Irina says, that tower is about to fall on top of Dermot's lifeless body.
2: Yeah, it is.
0: (laughs) She sprints toward it. Yeah. Oh, um, come
2: on, Irina. I'm gonna sprint up
0: here. Irina runs toward it. We're gonna roll a couple checks here to see if we save Derman's sweet little life.
2: <laughs> if Reginald because... is the only person left. What? Said, if Reginald turns out to be the only
0: person left the <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm gonna roll two rolls. I One got them... this, boys. I got this. One of them is going to be uh, two strength checks. One strength check is going to be for speed. The other It's going to be an athletic check. Excuse me. Two athletic checks. One's going to be for speed. The other is going to be to drag his body away from the tower, which is obviously about to fall on top of him. Great. So I'm going to need both of you to roll an athletics check. Irina rolls a nat 20.
2: Good for Irina. I roll a seven.
0: Alright, so her nat twenty, she as so we'll say that with her net twenty she has time to turn and like usher you along, grab grab you by the hand, giving you advantage on this athletic saving throw. Cool. Or athletic check.
2: That was speed. Yeah. Alright. Eighteen to grab a carcass.
0: Wait, no, sorry, I need you to roll another roll on your athletics check. Huh? She's giving you advantage. I mean, she's giving you another roll.
2: Oh, okay. Then eighteen to move quicker. Or...
0: All right. So you both move quickly enough to get to Derman as the tower begins to fall. Now it. Now it's time to roll an athletics check to see if you drag his body away. Okay. You're both. So Jericho, I'm. You're the stronger of the two. Irina is going to use her her smaller and not quite a strong body to help you. So roll with advantage.
2: I got a two both times, so that's a five.
0: Oh,
3: boy.
2: <laughs> I'm invisible if that helps. <laughs> this you can't see me. Oh,
0: it does not help you. So the tower falls down. And you guys are going to... Uh,
2: Dexterity Season. is for dodging. Can I dodge some chunks? Uh,
0: yeah. You know what? You're, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna get that opportunity. So roll a dexterity saving throw. Woo. Net twenty. At twenty, perfect. You, of course, save. Irina also she rolled an eighteen, so she's gonna save. So, um. So she's going to only take enough damage to knock her out. She's able to get almost away from the tower. She tries to help pull, pull Derman, but she's unsuccessful. She runs away from some of the rubble falling down, um, and she only takes enough damage to get knocked unconscious, and her bot- her unconscious body falls flat at the edge of the rubble. Jericho, you also succeed, and you um are going to take um, some damage. Cool. 10, 20, 21, 30, 36, 41. You're going to take 41 damage as you run away from the tower.
2: Great. That's, uh, oh, I'm not dead.
0: Now, you're not fully dead, are you? Are you unconscious, or are you just you're still you're still alive?
2: I had 69 health.
0: Nice. Okay, so that's not even enough to really take you out. It's enough to bonk you on the head, though, and so your vision goes a little bit hazy, and all you hear is the sound of fluttering wings. You can almost feel the wind, the wind being pushed off these fluttering wings. Uh, and by the time you turn around to see the, you know, pieces of rubble that didn't hit you come crashing down over Durman's body, uh, there are, let's see, there are four, were ravens, coming out of their were raven form, all grabbing Durman's body and sprinting out from under the rubble with it. <laughs> as they run out of there, and they slide his body out just in time to not be crushed by all the rubble. They don't save him completely. He does take... He takes, uh, I think, a good 35 damage. He took less damage than I did. Well, they're dragging him. They're like like body blocking him at this point Uh as they drag him out from under all of the rubble. And they successfully do that... Uh, none of them are knocked unconscious at this point of these were ravens. They came in just at the right time to save uh, Derman and pull him out of the rubble. And they now are standing there um, with all of you as the, <laughs> the Tower of Kazan has been uh, destroyed. And they are breathing heavily. Irina is unconscious on the ground. Jericho, Derman is unconscious on the ground. I don't know, Jer- Derman, did you survive that or hopefully I don't know if that killed you outright or not. Nah um, I'm good. But luckily uh <laughs> luckily you guys <laughs> made friends with the were Ravens. Otherwise things could have gone yeah, otherwise that would be you would have been fully dead there, Derman. Yes.
1: Um that was but... some powerful DMing right there. I'm just gonna say that <laughs>
0: The uh, Yeah, the Were-Ravens dragged you out of there. All of them, out of breath and bloodied by being knocked in the head and arms and back with rubble, uh, are standing there breathing heavy. Uh, and they, you know, yeah, they drag. Perfect. Perfect drawing there. The, uh... The rubble is revealed. <laughs> <Huzzah>. <laughs> okay, cool. Um... So Jericho, you're the only conscious one as they all stand around.
2: Um, I I appreci- appreciate Yeah.
0: <laughs> I should hope you appreciate <clears throat> our help. We are have been tasked with following you around and <clears throat> making sure you don't get yourself into any trouble. It's usually a figure of speech, but this time you literally got yourself into trouble.
2: He wanted to see if the door was alive. That's some real bullshit. <laughs> I agree. I don't know why you pulled them out. No. I'd just like to think the six, seven. It, y'all stop moving around. I, I can't. How many of you are there?
0: There's. Well there's four of us fellows back to the winery with you. Uh there so three of them turn into ravens and they they fly off. Drunk. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, they're barely They're like blood dripping when he wakes up. Please. You just you got one to get out of jail free card. It's going to take us a while to heal up from this one. So, um, maybe don't touch any more doors for a little while.
2: Uh if all the doors are like this, I think I'm going to stay outside from now on. Jericho,
0: <laughs> I'm really sorry. I'm going to have to ask you to say it and not to joke. Yes. Please be more careful.
2: I didn't touch the door. I will keep the idiot from touching living, breathing, lightning doors. I don't mean it as a joke. I mean it as a... Gods be damned, my head hurts. I mean it seriously. I'm not going to let him do it anymore.
0: Okay, thank
2: you. I need you to promise me you'll let him die next time, though.
0: (laughs) (coughs) If it's just him, we probably will.
2: Pull me out if you're going to save someone.
0: You look like you had it under control.
2: Do Anyhow, need, do you need like a
0: like a health potion? Or... I'll have some wine when I get back at the winery. I'll make it. But we'll always be around doing our best to protect you. But we can't make any promises that we'll be as effective next time. Okay?
2: Yeah, that may... Oh, hey, but before you go, um. Yeah, um, anything, sure. Do you, Do you know anything about the uh that Johnny uh? Piece of armor we got stripped to the back of our cart. You mm. seem like you've been here a little longer than we have.
0: That particular shiny piece of armor—it um, seems it indestructible. It yeah, it seems to be magi- magical in some in some way. Yeah, it must have belonged to the wizard. Uh, maybe it's you know. Maybe it's uh, animated in some way?
2: I don't know. The and original chucked a head at it. Didn't do anything.
0: Yeah. Uh, I've seen a couple of pieces of animated armor in my day. Usually it has some sort of word of power associated. Kind of something that turns it on and off.
2: Alright. I'll, I'll talk to it later.
0: Okay. Uh, Jericho bloody suck to see you today. We'll see you next time.
2: It, yeah, you boy.
0: He turns into a raven and flies away.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna drag the bodies into the cart.
0: <laughs> okay. You successfully do so with, with no small amount of effort.
2: Cool. Is there room for three? I want oh, to yeah. a long rest. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's there's there's room for three. <laughs> um okay, you successfully pull them into the cart uh and get them tidied up for a long rest. And we cut back to Reginald uh at the Blue Water Inn who has just left the door the, the room with Rictavio slash Rudolph von Richten.
2: Um do we need to make some saving throws for Derman?
0: Um I'm going to say because you pulled them into the thing, you made sure they got the medical attention you needed, you didn't have any pressure, you've done this before, you made sure they were stable and made sure they were good to get a long sleep. They'll wake up tomorrow with some concussions, but other than that, they'll be okay. Great. er, Reginald, what's up? Well, now that someone has sworn that they would keep
1: the idiot away from doors, that do lightning and all that, as I pull the door closed, I kind of like stare at the door for a second, just kind of shake my head before going downstairs.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Um. Yeah, I want to go see if I can find, uh, find Irwin again.
0: <clears throat> Alright. So you find him downstairs, and he says, uh, Reginald, did you learn anything that you could find useful?
1: Don't play with big cats among other things but um yeah i i do think so um you know he's quite a nice fella if you actually talk to him for a bit seems very knowledgeable um uh, yeah yeah hey, th- hey thanks for uh, for introducing me
0: you're very welcome i was worried he would not speak to you uh but it seems you all are at least a bit kindred spirits
1: uh, you could probably say that. Uh, I tell you what, uh, we also needed to get the uh, the wagon hitched up, if I remember right. Or really, we only need the horse. Uh, do you think uh, we could arrange something like that in the uh, stable?
0: Absolutely. You are welcome to use, use uh, one of my horses. Absolutely. You may take it and ride it back to your friends uh, whenever you decide to leave. Right. Uh, now... Will you not be accompanying us? Someone has to stay behind and run the blue water. I trust you all with Irina and so does she. Dare I say, I believe that... See, the power is coming down. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Dare I say, uh, you could be the ones to finally give Strahd a run for his money. You really think so? Hell, I don't know, but if I'm going to bet on somebody, it might as well be you.
1: I appreciate your confidence, Erwin. Now, well, uh, maybe let's go ahead and see to those, uh, see to their horse. So, uh, uh, don't have too much longer before, uh, my commissioned goods is going to be ready, or supposed to be ready. I think I'd like to head out as, as soon as possible.
0: Very well. Uh... Reginald, would you like me to go pick up your goods for you just in case Isaac is wandering around?
1: You know, that's, that's a rather rather clever idea. You, you don't think it would raise suspicion to your own person, would it?
0: Uh, I go to the town square all the time to gather things. Um, if you will only give me the second half of the funds... Uh that you mentioned off-camera. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, uh, I, I already paid her. I just, yeah, out of character, oh, yeah. I already paid her in full. Because I was did, hoping to pay, pay in full and then slip out through the back door, and she was like, Pfft, no.
0: Okay, gotcha. Hmm. Well, I don't know how she will know uh, how she will agree to give me... You know what? Bad idea. Just run and grab the things quickly. Uh, do your best to stay out of Isaac's way, and I'm sure all will be well. Uh, but do hurry. I'm sure your friends are looking for you.
1: Right, right. Um, tell you what, you go ahead and get the horse and stuff ready, and I'll, uh, I'll see if I can go make the old pickup.
0: I'll meet you out front of the Blue Water here uh, with the horse fed and ready to roll.
1: I oh, appreciate it, Erwin. Appreciate it so much. You've done a lot for us.
0: Absolutely. Um, so on. he turns to. Yep, he goes to the stable to get things ready. You head your way back down to the village square. Isaac Strozny has still got his eyes peeled looking around. So roll with advantage to see if you can stay out of his sight.
1: Uh what was the roll? Was it stealth again? Yeah.
0: Was okay, that is a
1: Okay, so a thirteen or a seventeen.
0: Both of those will do it, my friend. You are able to escape his gaze and get into uh, gloriana threadbear's shop unscathed and unspotted by Ooh. Isaac Strozny. Alright. Oh, Welcome back, Reginald. I have your items prepared.
1: Keith, too close to the mic.
0: Twitch and Zencastle will take care of it.
1: Okay, cool. Yeah, but in the meantime, Gloria's all up in my ear holes.
0: That's just where she wants to be, baby.
1: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it- Madam Gloria, do you suppose uh, that
0: Boviana. all commission pieces are ready? Original Gloriana.
1: Uh, right, Gloriana. Glo- are those commission pieces ready? Yes,
0: your commission pieces are ready. You have already paid me in full. All that is left is for me to give you the goods.
1: Oh, thank you. Kindly, do you have them, do you have them just here?
0: Yes, she reaches behind the uh, table... The first thing she pulls out is the pouch that she made you for your potions. She says, this is a pouch for your potions. It will hold several, uh, as many, you know, as many as maybe ten potions could fit in this pouch. Each has a different uh, weather strap to keep it from bouncing around and breaking the other potions. I hope you will enjoy.
1: Looks excellent. Did you get the insulation, bag?
0: Then she hands you the bag. She says yes i call this the bag of refrigeration keep things very cold very cold indeed Uh, Mm -hmm. so if you have anything that you would like to preserve it will go well with its bag
1: excellent and the 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 mitts do you suppose you were able to, to complete those as well
0: yes i did and she hands you the some gloves, and they're, they're two uh, leather-looking gloves with some very extreme uh, insulation on the inside. Looks maybe like wolf fur or some other animal's fur, and they kind of glimmer with magical properties. And she says, these were a bit of a challenge, but I was successful, I believe. <coughs> uh, these gloves are emblazoned with an image of the sun on the backside of the hand. Um, and she says, you know what? Nobody worships here. the morning ward here anymore, but I decided I put his symbol on the gloves considering they are supposed to provide protection from the cold. These are my gloves of coldness. Keep away. Did not think of a good name. I only had an hour. Uh, Anyway, (laughs) anything that is very cold, it will not hurt you at all. As well, if you are wearing these gloves, I believe it will protect you from any sort of cold damage. If you get very cold, you get hit with an icicle, anything like that, it will not hurt as bad. That's you, fun look like somebody who right
3: there.
0: you look like someone who might get hit with an icicle, Reginald. I was just thinking, what,
1: what do you suppose the cost would be on a whole suit or something <laughs> like that?
0: Oh, more than you can afford, sweet baby boy. You know me too well. (laughs) I do. I do. Well, anyway, be on your way, Reginald. I don't have much else to do today. I was hoping to put my feet up and take a bath.
1: At at the same time, never mind. I thank you very much for your promptness, and if, if there's other items I can come across in the way that we might need, I'll be sure to find you.
0: Yes, you're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you for your business. I will see you later.
1: Heading out the door, sneakily style, but without right. trying to be sneakily.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, we're going to let your roll roll over from the last one. Um, and you successfully make your way through the square. Isaac Strozny has had a long day. He's not paying too much attention. Uh, Guariana, uh is letting you go peacefully. And you make your way back to the blue water end where Erwin Martikov has a horse ready to go.
1: Reginald, Ironically, it looks like you made
0: your way back. Go ahead.
1: Ironically, the guy who has been paying attention to everything all day has been spending too much time paying attention, and he's tired of paying attention.
0: It'd be like that.
1: <laughs> I know Sometimes the feeling. Sometimes
0: that's how it goes. Yep.
1: Sometimes. So I, I'm i back at the blue water? Yep. Woohoo!
0: Congratulations. Hot dog. And Irwin was Erwin was going to say something, but I interrupted. He was. Reginald, it looks as though you made your way back quite quickly. I just got the horse ready and out for you to go. Oh, thank
1: you so much, Erwin. I hope our paths cross again. It, you've been you've been a
0: great help to us all. Absolutely. It has been my pleasure to serve you. And like I said, if I was going to bet on anyone to be able to best rod, uh, from what I've seen, it might be on you, band of misfits. Did you? Did I bet Yeah,
1: Yeah, is there a wager going?
0: Uh, to be honest with you, Reginald, not exactly a man of confidence <laughs> such that I would openly bet against the, on the destruction of the Devil's Strad in the realm ruled by the Devil's Strad. But, uh, anyhow, I'm saying if there were some sort of, you know, metaphorically, if I could bet, so no, no real bets.
1: you know. I'm feeling pretty good about our odds. I'd want to get in on that myself. How about uh, this, Reginald?
0: If you do destroy the devil's rod, right. you can have the blue water in. Well, now what wait, what are you gonna do? I'll still work here. Just let you have a you know a 51% share. You will have earned it for sure.
1: Alright. That has some motivation right there. Erwin, you're a kind gentleman. Thank you so much for that. I'll, I might take you up on it, but I, I think I've got to be on my way. Something tells me yes, that the something uh, well, tells me that the might have been up to something.
0: Gotcha. He says, "Very well, Reginald. It's been a pleasure. Go see your friends." And he slaps the the horse on the rump, and the horse begins to gallop out of town. As the Ooh. men at the gate get a nod from Irwin as they open it up just so for you to get out of there, and they close it back behind you.
1: Nice. I am on my way
0: tell everybody i'm on my way new friends and new places to see
1: so Um, when i get to the site of the rubble
0: yep there's a montage uh brother bear style with the phil collins jam playing and then uh, at about two o'clock in the afternoon you arrive at a pile of rubble where the tower of kazan used to be and your friends are nowhere in sight all you see are a bunch of dead zombies underneath the rubble and, of course, the circus cart.
1: Okay, being that the the cart is the only structure still standing, I want to sneak my way over that way to see if I can detect anybody inside.
0: Okay, you look up to the window and you can see all of your friends lying on one another having a good night's sleep. Cool. I'm going
1: to go up to the little trap door in the bottom.
0: Okay. (laughs) You, uh, poke your head through the trap door in the bottom and, uh, the three characters inside awake at your arrival. (gasps) Who is that? Who is that? She nudges Jericho to her side.
1: Wait, wait, it's just, it's just me. It's just, it's it's your pal. It's Reginald.
0: What?
1: What happened? What? Where'd the building go? No, oh, I was a bit curious, and, uh, well, you know. Your curiosity destroyed the tower?
3: Well, as the old saying goes, curiosity killed the cat, but satisfaction brought him back. I'm gonna choke him to
2: death. <laughs> <laughs> we can cut the black we- on Jerry
1: strangling German <laughs>
3: right now.
1: Is, is your curiosity satisfied? For now, I suppose. Uh, Alright, I'm I'm sure I'll I'll have to get the details on this later, but uh, tell you what, it looks like you've had a rough time of things here. Brought back some of those uh health potions and some other goodies for you fellas. Oh, did you get my files? Uh arrows. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but I brought back this handy piece of paper.
2: Where'd you get that from?
1: It was, a, it was a fella that I met back in town, courtesy of uh, our good buddy Erwin. He said, uh, Victorio fella it turned out to be that von Richten fella, what was in the letter.
2: And the lazy bastard did not make errors for me? Uh,
1: no, it's, it wasn't so much lazy, it was just short handed
2: short-handed. Oh, I see. Okay. Meta. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> well,
1: and I can't uh, remember. Was do- it a letter or was it like a journal
0: that uh, we had found in the truck? It was a page from his journal. And Irina, uh. the final thing that will be said this episode is Irina will say, yes, Reginald, do, do tell us everything that you learned while in town. And then we'll fade to black on Reginald with half of his body through the trapdoor door. Regaling the party of all the things that he learned, uh, while in town from Rudolph von Richten, Irwin, uh, and Quariana, the seamstress, um, and we'll fade to black on that. Sound good? Yep, sounds good. <laughs> all right, that will end this episode of Dungeon Boys. We're back, Jack. Thank you guys so much for being here. I've had a wonderful, fun episodes back. I know we split the party up a bunch, but we're back together now. So. Things will be a little bit easier going. We won't have to do so many cuts. Uh, how you feeling, boys? Feel good. Man, it's good to be back. That were fun. That were good, fun, indeed. I'm so glad. Effective combat, fun role play. That's what you get when you come see Dungeon Boys. <laughs> but thank you guys so much for listening uh, on the podcast. If you like the show, be sure to send us an email. Uh, Tankmediagames at gmail.com. You can tell us how good or how bad it was. Uh, as well, if you'd like to join our Discord and chat about Dis- Dungeon Boys on the Discord channel uh, for Dungeon Boys inside the Tanktown Discord server, you can go to Twitter, uh, you know, twitter.com slash games and you can see a pinned tweet on that channel uh, to join the Discord server. Also, I believe there's a link in the description of this podcast. All that being said, we'd love to hear from you in any way. And of course, if there's a way to review podcasts on the app you're using to listen to us, We would love if you did that, too. It would be very helpful. Or if you're on Twitch and you think, you know what? Dungeon Boys is just not as successful as it should be. I'm going to leave a review on iTunes or whatever. That'd be great, too. Uh, But to all our podcast viewers, we will see you next week. Please remember that we love you very much. Bye-bye.
1: Toodles. Later.